Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Tappy, tappy, tapioca. Everybody come and meet my delicious friend. It's so tasty and amazing. I'll share my song for you to sing. Singing up for tapioca. Tasty and refreshing. These nuts. I was going to sit over there. I gave him the option. But apparently Jeff decided these to destroy nuts. the arm over there. So it's all, Ooh, it's all screwed up. I mean, you can sit there, just don't things, lay on the arm. Nope. When I want to sit there, I want to lay out. Let's sit all over it. So no, you know what's going to happen? This is slowly becoming the ugly couch. Oh, yeah, it's working on it. Yeah. Well, after me and Jeff sit on it for enough years and pardon to it for enough sure. years. Sure. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, it hey, is what are you going to do, man? You know oh, don't happen? worry, Kirsten. That's my side. You said you needed arm. <laughs> you got some arm, uh, elbow room. Yeah. You know Andy's going to sit right in the middle. Well, you watch Andy. I can hear you. What? Watch Andy what? Th- this is what Andy does. This is what he does. It drives me crazy. By the He's way, listeners, you, Andy you is watch. not here, so we can talk about it. It's him. like. Is he creeping? Oh, he's like moving. Yeah, up. every time he gets he up and he gets a little closer, and he just—it's just—and he comes <laughs> back down, and it's like, what the hell is he doing? What? But if you you watch that, he does that, and it's—and I—it's it, not he even can't like hit on you a, directly. It's a yeah, it's not even like he's hitting on me to add insult to injury. <laughs> no, he just drifts, as, and he'll adjust himself, and he just—and it's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> well, this time he can adjust a little closer to where Jeff. Was. I think so. Just sit him over there. <laughs> just push him. Push him on Jeff. Put next I, time, just know, push him on Jeff. Last week's podcast, I actually had to give him a. Give yeah. me some. <laughs> little I, because, I almost he, broke out in laughter at that because I was. Because <laughs> it was just. It's just. It's like, look, you've got dividing lines right here, and he's always right on the fuck and edge of the cushion. <laughs> That's what cushions <laughs> really are dividing lines yes! for your ass. They mark territory. <laughs> he's invading. <laughs> Oh fuck! Maybe it's a power grab. It's a geek. Are those it's, his? A, yeah. it's a geek shock power grab. Are those his earphones? Or I the ones I use. I think those are the ones you use. I don't know anymore. Do you need earphones? Come on, do like me and Paul. No earphones. The hell is this thing on this? That's probably not yours, then. Yeah, say it also might be Jeff's. Who knows? They're not mine. Not the ones You'll be I proud, use. Paul. I got two little fi- figures, action figures. I've got bitten by the action figure, not just the Funko bug, but the action figure bug. Good. And they're three. Jesus. What is it? Three and three quarters? A three and a quarter? Okay. What kind are they? They're they're Funkos, but they're. Oh. Um, I got them at Action Comics, and they are the ah. new Harley Quinn and the new uh, Joker. Oh, are they the? Uh, the I don't the use these ones? either. Yeah, I guess metal. I think they're like they're like this, fully fully opposable. This I haven't opened got the, the box extender yet. thing. I think this but is handy. They, they're heavy, so I assume they are. Well, choose whichever one you want. But I come home and my wife's like, "We don't need these." I was like, "Yes, we do." I gotta buy my own <laughs> fucking earphones. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for those six-inch. Uh, no one can hear you. Yeah. Hello, hello. Six well, this one, this one's like six-inch Harley. What is it? Three and a quarter or three and three quarters? That Harley Quinn. That three and three right. quarter, generally. Yeah. Three okay. Three like so Star Wars is three and three quarters. It looks really good. It looks fun. That's what I think they are. Three and three quarters. But I saw them. And they were ten bucks each. Jeff did pick up. Ba- <laughs> All right. What did he do? All right. First, I want to show, start the show. Yes. Hey, folks, and welcome to Geek Shock. It is number three forty-six. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Commander K. We're a little light. Uh, Maple Leaf Matt. None of us are light, and <laughs> we're, we're missing, we're missing like three hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> 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 Jeff's like a 180 wet. Oh, you're nice. 
Um, but Andy makes up the other 200. And <laughs> yeah. Jeff is already in San Diego. Fucker. Prepping himself for con. Jizz trumpet. Uh, Andy is on his way. So he will join us when he gets here. So. What, from San Diego? What's he doing? I don't know where he's coming from. I mean, frankly. knowing Andy, Who that, knows that's where Andy's coming from? He drove out to San Diego, got his room set up, and then flew back here. <laughs> so Jeff did buy Batman v Superman. And I was like, you know what? Leave it out. Because I, I want to catch it before the show starts. Give me one more thing to talk about so I can see how it is. So I put it in earlier, started watching it, and I'm like, I'm not seeing it. Hour three, you were like, oh, I, God. I, I, I got about an hour and so in. I'm like, you know what? So, so far as the movie I saw, and I've seen it so recently that I'm not interested in seeing it right now. So I just ended up shutting it off. So I took it out, put it back in its case, and when I went back in the case, the <laughs> underneath was the extended version. I'm like, why put this version on the fucking top? Uh, I didn't know there great. was another disc. It doesn't say there's the all versions on oh, there. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I watched the same goddamn movie. Huh? There you go. God uh, damn it. I went to great Target movie. to still try and pick it up, and there you have a deluxe Target exclusive version. Okay. But I think they were all sold out, so I didn't buy it because I wanted the super duper one. And the one they had was just kind of... The, the Blu-ray, the DVD, the extended cut, the, the director's cut. What's the super-duper version? The, the Target just had a it had a booklet with it. Okay. And some other stuff, and I, and I couldn't find that one, and I was like, ah, fuck. I missed my, I missed my window, I guess. I like that, the exciting cut. So I want my DVDs to be I'll, the exciting cut. cut. I think I'll actually... I might hold off now. If yeah. I, unless I can find that deluxe wait, version. Wait for it to find it used or when Not, it goes down? I wouldn't go used, but I'd get, I'd get it... Cheaper, yeah. It'll go down. Probably. 25 bucks right now. Uh, probably in six months, there'll be a... Yeah, around Christmas time, there'll oh, be a, like a $10 yeah. deal somewhere or something like that. So Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? Oh, my goodness. What a week. Duh. Of all the bullshit. It has been a week. Yes, it has. What bullshit? What are you talking about? It's wonderful about? bullshit, actually. Um, I don't even know. Where, where do we want to begin, gentlemen? Do you want to start well, with we, Ghostbusters? Uh, I don't know. I, I That's th- where we started on... Uh, I haven't seen it, so whatever. Ice cream social. Call. Is it? Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, we have the Ecto Cooler given to us by Gene Henderson. Gene Henderson came Gene. through big time. He got us Ecto Cooler. He got us an awesome USB full of geeky goodness. Thank we, you. We watched some of that shit. We watched some GoBots. Oh, wait, yes, we did, Mike. Off. Jesus. Now, I, have I no liked idea. that cartoon as a kid, and I don't know why. <laughs> now I don't know oh, it's why. Because I was a show. child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt has never had Ecto Cooler. Well, I want to. I want to reach out there to any fellow Canadians if you guys even remember this because I do. It's High C Ecto Cooler. I know High C, obviously, but I've never ever seen Ecto Cooler or tried it, so I have no idea what I'm in for. Because what's good enough for other folks ain't good enough for me. You need to pour a little into a glass just to see how fucking lightning bright it is, too. <laughs> it's really something. Now, here's here's an interesting thing. I'm not sure I've had Ecto Cooler either. Ooh, I haven't. Um, it's nice. Oh, yeah, I, it's I just don't remember having it. It's tangerine Here dream, baby. All right, so, yes, it's all the tries. Hmm. I like that. And we got Hell yeah, you like that. When, uh, it's fucking Ecto Cooler. <laughs> It's so goddamn good. It tastes nice. I mean, like here, of course, everybody's like rock and roll. But over at Ice Cream Social, Jacob was like, I poured it out and I couldn't believe how, how green it was. I can't believe I'd put that in my body. No, whatever. Like, whatever. What? Like, exactly. And then, and you know, Matt 
was just like, oh my god, there's a sugar. It's so much. It's so much. <laughs> it's 150 dose. calories, dude. And it's not even 12 ounces. It's 11. It's 11.5 <laughs> oh, 11. cool ounces. Color. Yeah, it's super green. So yeah. Yeah, it's like Midori. Yeah. It does. it looks like Midori. I bet it'd be a fantastic mixer with Midori. Oh, I'm, I'm, the moment it hit my lips, I'm like, ooh, what can I add to this to make it potent? Right. Oh, yeah. So we've got 24 or so left now. Uh, 20 or so left. We can have maybe a mixer night at some point. Cause <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll work on this. It's super good. Yeah, you get the mixology. To, uh, Come on, bartender. Let's go. You can make it happen. <laughs> So but again, thank G, you, G. Thank, thank you, thank you, so thank much. you. This is yay, G. I, I made a special trip over here yesterday to get these cans cooled down before the show. Yes, you did. We we had ourselves a little time. Oh yesterday. wow, we did. Oh, nice little nerd day. Paul, we were Jeff, invited. myself. Yeah. No, no, well, you just kind of had to show up. Oh. You just had to psychically. Know. All right, I'll fucking show up. <laughs> I'm showing up tomorrow it was morning. Only a couple All hours. Right. It's only a couple hours. Yeah. I just, you know, it's my one off day. It, it was, I got out of the house for a little bit. Sure. What and the fuck would you is hand that? me that? That would phone? you hand him that? Because I sounds I, like that's uh, what, what gives us an Andy. That sounds like an Andy. There you go, Andy. I'm here. Bam! Crash! Crash! Bang! Boom! Yeah, hit off on that one. Thank you. Okay. Wow. Wow. People pull up to the thing. What the hell are they talking about? Uh, I don't know. Should we wait for Andy? I'm going to wait for Andy to start Do, the Ghostbusters. You discussion. know he hasn't seen it. I know, but in case he has to throw know. in Do for know? questions. Do you think? Know. Yeah. You know for sure? Well, it's not I a know it's Andy. Andy. You know Andy. I've known Andy for almost 20 years. <laughs> Paul's known Andy for almost 20 years. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, I think here, here's a good place to do this then. Um, I have set up the Geek Shock Book Club official. There you go. Oh, yeah. It has happened. Um, if it you want has to. Begun. Exactly. Uh, we, I have set up a Facebook group page just for the discussions. So you can find that either on the Shock Monkeys layer, where I'll be kind of cross-posting with some of that, or you can find it on our own Facebook page as well. So feel free to join us, and this, you don't have to be part of Geek Shock to be a part of it. And our first book hasn't even gone on sale yet. What did you fucking do? That is correct. Well, here's, here's the idea behind that. All right. Did, am I missing the purpose of a book club? Yeah. You see the color change on your can now, Kirsten, yeah. since it's empty? Yeah. The high C part's getting yellow. Mm-hmm. Ah, Yes. I chose a book that does not come out to the beginning of August. One, so that we can have a book like every month, kind of on the week, beginning of the new month. And two, to give people time to perhaps finish the books they are currently reading, saying, okay, you have a few weeks to clear your book schedule before this book drops. And what is the book? What is the book? It is called I Am Providence by Nick Mamatas. It drops on August 2nd if you are reading it digitally and August 9th if you're reading it physically, although I did get a tweet from Mamatas today saying that it might actually get released a few days earlier and shipped earlier. So. They heard about the club. Yeah. Wow. When I tweeted out there, they were Power. like, they're like he, he's like, oh, sure, retweet. So, yeah. So, yes, the author knows we're reading it. Uh, I, I'm going to read the back of the book description for in case you're interested. For fans of legendary pulp author H.P. Lovecraft, there is nothing bigger than the annual Providence-based convention, the Summer Tentacular. 
Horror writer Colleen Danzig doesn't know what to expect when she arrives, but is unsettled to find that amongst the hobnobbing between scholars and literary critics are a group of real freaks. Book collectors looking for volumes bound in human skin, and true believers claiming the power to summon the Elder God Cthulhu, one of their Ooh. idol's most horrific fictional creations, before the weekend is out. Colleen's trip spirals into a nightmare when her roommate for the weekend, an obnoxious novelist known as Panosian, turns up dead, his face neatly removed. Ooh. Yikes. What's Many more, face gods. What's more unsettling <laughs> is that in the aftermath of the murder, there is little concern amongst the convention goers. The summer tentacular continues uninterrupted except by a few bumbling police. Everyone at the convention is a possible suspect, but only Colleen seems to show any interest in solving the murder. So she delves deep into the darkness where the occult truths have been lurking since the beginning of time. A darkness where Panosian is waiting, spending a lot of time thinking about Colleen, narrating a new Lovecraftian tale that could very well spell her doom. Ah! Sounds cool. I Am Providence by Nick Mamatas. Nick Mamatas, I've never read him. That's one of the reasons I chose him. I wanted it to be a book that everyone's coming in fresh, a book that has not been released yet, so everybody will be reading this book for the first time. Smart he, play. He's one of those modern guys um, who balances the uh, love of uh, Lovecraftian fiction with the whole, you know, dealing with all the basic early 20th century problem aspects of it. Yes. Um, he is uh, he is a leader on the, on the, although he's kind of disassociated himself with social media activism, he's a leader on the progressive edge of the science fiction fantasy. He's one of the ones where, like, the whole Hugo, uh -huh. uh, you know, sad puppy types would really take a hate to. Gotcha. Um He's also, Paul, an editor of Haikusoru, which yeah. is an imprint that publishes English translations of Japanese science fiction, including oh, wow. such novels as All You Need Is Kill, which mm. is the source material for Edge of Tomorrow, mm -hmm. Live, Die, Repeat, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. In fact, if you're interested in some of that work of Mamatas, um, Story Bundle, which is a charity book bundle, kind of like Humble Bundle does, mm -hmm. uh, has a Japanese bundle right now that, oh, some yeah, of, yeah, 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 that yeah. has some of his work in it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That sounds Some good. of the stuff he's edited. So you can so. you can get a whole bunch of that stuff on the cheap right now. It's, yeah. it's going on for like another seven days or I something. I wanted to ask you, Kirsten. Sir? I ran into a listener of Ice Cream Social at the, uh, the Bucket Show last week. And he recommended Lois McMaster Bujol. Do you yeah. know her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, am I right here with Cor Kosigan? Yep, Is the Cor right? Kosigan novels. That's uh, right. it's like a military science fiction, very epic military science fiction space hmm. opera saga. She is an old time Hugo winner. I mean, wow. she goes back. Uh, God, I was at the uh, Chicago World Con. Jesus, 80s, late 80s, early 90s, and she had actually won a Hugo for one of the um, the Vorkosigan Vorkosigan uh, uh, novels. So um, that's it. She goes way back. And, I yeah. knew you would know. Yeah, that. I haven't read them. Yeah, but you know, I knew you would know. Who loves that kind of thing? Loves. Them. <laughs> I knew you would know. That's why I brought it up. But he yeah. he Kinda spoke want to pick those those novels up. That he spoke good. incredibly highly of it. So yeah, no, they're uh, they're supposed to be well written. Listener. And so, they're very popular. There you go. So yeah, it'd be up your that alley up. too, actually. Yeah, I like it. I'm in. What oh, the? Who, who, who whoa! The whoa! What the you? fuck? Get out of my house! 
And we all lost, by the way, because he sat right down there. Yeah. He didn't sit directly in your lap. So we didn't no. say your name before, <laughs> so say your own goddamn name. Ah, it's Fact Jack Dandy. Yeah, welcome, sir. Yeah, sorry. Boo. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it later, but, you know, there was a, there was a Charmander up at uh, Lone Mountain. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you kidding oh, me? Fuck. You're still playing that we're gonna, shit? We're going to get there in a second. I love oh, it. I, I just want to finish off the book thing. Uh, Join what? us. Uh, we're going to do a new book every month. The next book will set up a poll. Uh, so there'll be a choice of the books amongst the club. So that will be probably that way going on from here on in. So Another book suggested, uh, I guess, uh, Yahtzee Crenshaw has written a book. Uh, I've read one of his books. Uh, is that the one that's kind of based on the NPC player? Inside of uh, World of Warcraft, yes, Mog World. That's it, Mog World. Mog World is an excellent novel. That's it. I really, really enjoyed. That was that his novel. other recommendation. So yeah, that's a fine choice. Wanted to bring his literary recommendations to the fore. So uh, yeah, Nazi, there you yeah, are. Yahtzee, Nazi, Yahtzee, 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 Yahtzee. For the shit. for the few of you who have not experienced zero punctuation online, that's, go to YouTube. It's like the only good thing left on the Escapist, uh, right? <laughs> Well, is is Jim Quisition on the Escapist no, anymore? No, he, he, he's doing his own thing, yeah. right? Oh, Jim Quisition, he left a while ago, so good. He's Jim had a hundred episodes since. That's he amazing. Left there. Good for him. He the best. He the best. So once again, you want to join the uh, book club? Just uh, head to the Geek Shock Book Club Facebook group page, and there you'll see the rules of the club and enter the discussion. And if you have any questions on the book, just yeah, you know, hit me up. If you're, you know, still a fan and talking to us after all of our pinko lefty commentary <laughs> on Twitter uh, for the past few days, of course. Hey, people know what they get with me on Twitter now. It's, mm, there's, there's no yeah. bones. Yeah. Yep. Did you plagiarize it? I did not, but I'm attempting to. <laughs> all right, all right, wait, wait. Actually, all right. Journalist Andy's here. Okay. I don't know if you've got any word on this because academics harp on this shit. I have got to know self plagiarism. Mm-hmm. WTF? Please, can is there any? Because to me, I've always thought the original sin of plagiarism is you're taking someone else's idea as your own. Right. So self-plagiarism, you're taking your own work and using it in more of your own work. So where is the where is the sin? Because I do know that like academics will will uh, shit the bed even in the cases of self-plagiarism. Um, yeah, I don't. What about I journalists? Don't, I don't see it. I mean, we we occasionally go back to our old stories and take. Can you hear me? If I can hear me. Yeah. Um, um, we go back to our old stories and take quotes out of them if we have to. If there's something we need that's, you know... I mean, do, you, do you reference the story or you're just like, I'll just take that quote? Well, we'll say, you know, so-and-so said in a something-something interview, da-da-da-da. You know, because, you know... Do you attribute it? It's been said, so, you well, know... sure, but attributing... But, well, and especially in the case of where people were, were going ape shit over um, the, the, the in a, you know, Republican convention speeches, mm-hmm. and one of them is the speechwriter... The Not tr- the speaker. This, this, this is the Trump Jr.'s speech. Right, and apparently the speechwriter used stuff he had used in another speech. In an article. In an article. That oh. he had wrote. Okay. So that almost enters the realm of, yeah. I, can, I can understand that. that that's got more of a pass. Yeah. But when, when, I, when I get a lot of people, 
It's just because I know academics are like, academic, you know, my professor will tell you that self-plagiarism exists. I'm like, okay, where the fuck did, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I think when you talk about academics, you're talking about a whole different set of standards than the average populace. I guess, well, that But shit, to bring it back around to the geeky, saying. you know, we can all agree that nobody should be plagiarizing Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> I think so. I right. think that's. I think that's really yeah. what it comes down yeah. to. All right, and it's really funny about that whole thing, anyway. Uh, particularly Melania Trump, because I didn't see it. Like I give a flying fuck about the Republican National Convention. My apologies to our righty uh, listeners, but no, no, fuck them. Says <laughs> <laughs> so a Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> but but um, I under from what I heard, Melania Trump actually was pretty graceful and gracious and did a nice speech. I mean, the speaking overall and everything was really good. Sure. In fact, even did a little credit to the convention. So it's actually kind of sad that there this Paul has been cast over her speaking. Sorry. With this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with this. Um, this uh, this plagiarism thing, yeah. which is unfortunate for her, and and nobody believed she wrote her own story. Her own oh no 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 no! Gone. There are plenty of people who are just like, I don't hold her to account for this at all. Sure, but the crazy thing is just not acknowledging it and getting rid of the problem. Yeah, the, but the, maybe yeah. the problem is something that can't be getting. The doing, you, know, you know, the, the ending is a rickroll too. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know. Yes. That's the crazy part. It's it's all crazy. You said that, that that's, it's that the whole thing seems like a sabotage. You cannot you know? write this it's, yourself. It's you you very, couldn't write this as a story and have people super believe it. Strange. Yeah. So I saw this other. Oh no! Not to get too political God. today. Sure. So this wait. other we'll get it out of the way here conspiracy thing from oh no right wing guy. Yeah, yeah. Who's like. This was intentional, guys. Yeah. Like, what they're doing is the car salesman tactic. He knew that if he made this move with her taking verbatim chunks of an old uh, speech from uh, Michelle, Mm -hmm. that the news networks would put them side by side 24-7 for a cycle and a half. And thus raising her to the level of presidential wife. In oh, the eyes of the... Interesting in theory. I right? Guess. You, know, you know what's frightening? Giving her this weird credibility. If the shit he does is deliberate, he really is fucking scary smart. No, it can't, it can't be that. <laughs> it can't be that. That 60 Minutes interview. Yeah. There's no, there's no planning there. That's just... The shit that went on there was he, too much. He doesn't have a filter from here to here. He oh. just says whatever comes to uh, It's too much. for our viewers? <laughs> from here to here, he uh, was he's pointing out his cock to from his ball. From here to <laughs> here, <laughs> from the he has yeah, no taint filter. You know, There's the no ball filter. filter. All. Really, just sucks. I forgot we were we were recording a podcast. <laughs> As he speaks into the mic, <laughs> which no, is you, more you, than Paul does. I still love my favorite theory is still that he's a Clinton plant, and it's all about losing the election for Hillary. Yeah. I don't That's, know. But it would gr- be a great added twist if that was true. But then somewhere like around convention time, Trump's like, fuck it. I'm going. I'm going for it. I'm going yep. to win this fucker. All I know is that a year from now, there's going to be a great book written about this whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. From some I insider hope, perspective. Uh, this generation's let, primary see. colors. Yes. So, a year from now? Eh, bombs haven't dropped yet. <laughs> Mm. All right. Speaking bombs that drop, let's talk about Ghostbusters. Whoa! What? 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 So is it officially a bomb? No, it's cer- cer- certainly not. It's 
certainly not what they wanted money wise, but we not quite the tent pole to create a new universe that they. Uh, are it's hoping only for. also only open in like two markets worldwide so far. Right, so it's it's still got money to make. It'd be great if it did well internationally. I want to yeah. see the Japanese one. Oh, I saw an image of that, and mm. see beyond that. <laughs> uh, all, all I know is that. Next week, it has a lot to fight with Ice Age and Star Trek opening up, so yeah. its chances aren't very good as far as oh, Jason making like a great second week. Two weeks from now. Mm. So Suicide let's squad, hear... Yeah. Who, who did not see Ghostbusters? Did I, I did see not. it. I did not. All right. Just me and you. Just you and me. Okay. So we'll, we'll keep it as spoilerless as we can. I don't care. Impressions and such. Um, as far as I'm concerned... I liked it. I didn't think it was great, but it's something in that movie sparked a childhood joy mm-hmm. that I didn't expect to happen. And it it kind of happened from the beginning because that opening vignette is so Ghostbusters. That's my favorite part is that start. It was really started it out strong. It sets the tone and... It started out really strong and fun. All right, I think it's fair that... I think you can spoil the first minute of it because no, we're all going to... No, there's nothing... It's more than a minute. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, I don't uh, care if you spoil it. So. Well, but people might. Yeah. So let's, we're just going to do our best to... Not. If we'd all seen it, I'd say let's do a spoiler chat, but we've only, it's only the two of us, so we're just going to talk exactly. a little bit around yeah, it. Yeah, I just haven't gotten to seen it yet. It's all. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just haven't had the chance. It's... um. I mean... I meant to see it last night, but I was kind of in car trouble. All right, for you guys, one of the comments I heard that was actually pretty pretty good, just one of the, a nice uh, Twitter analysis is the difference between this uh, between GB sixteen versus GB eighty four. You know, be all hip about it. Is uh, the difference between uh, GB eighty four was an ex- excellent example of narrative momentum. Versus 16 having some great comic riffs, a collection of great comic riffs. Would you say that that's... Uh, I felt like the, 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 the comedy fell flat more often than not for me, honestly. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah, there, I thought there, they had some real missteps and not funny moments. Yeah, there was a lot of chortling, but not a lot of laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was unfortunate. It. There was a few good laughs, but a few like, oh, ooh. Where it really struck well for me, I really liked the characters. And, mm-hmm. and when I went into this thing, I went very not knowing what to expect. Well, that's what didn't have a lot in my pocket as far as whether I cared whether it did well or not. If the characters are solid, that's what's going to make it make sequels. If well, they, people love the characters. And the only thing I loved was Leslie Jones, which surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> she was the best, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. head and shoulders above the other players to the point where I feel like someone did those actors a great disservice because those women are hilarious right but they were not hilarious in this movie it's really weird but i did find them endearing Mm. really not me they were too they were too 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 dimensional leslie jones is the only one that comes across as a human being kate mckinnon is mugging like a muppet the whole fucking show i don't know why i mean the the editing was just terrible for her character it's yeah they they she she was a she was borderline psychopath yes I mean, and not relatably. Oh wow, it's a fun nut that you like. Like not like Murdoch, just like right. there's yep. nothing going on there except a puppet going ooh blue blue. And the, these 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 it there were. The more I talk about it, the more I dislike some some parts really badly. <laughs> there 
it's Sony's fault. There are moments of purely saccharine, engineered frivolity that are paper thin and so just, you aren't, this isn't of the moment. This isn't from your character's heart. This is your director and your editor and everybody going, let's do this in this scene. Blech. And it's <laughs> and it comes across as hollow and vapid and uninspired. There is barely a story there. There's no doubt on that. The, the script, is there a script? Um, That's just it. They're great improv- improvisers. Yes. He relied way too heavy on their improvisation. Mm-hmm. And... Because of that, they went so far away from what might have been a coherent storyline. In the editing, it becomes this disjointed, why did they say that? What is their real intention? What? Because, you know, if you're improvising, you're just speaking to make the best gag or to pull the, the sure. silliest move, right? So the words and the things that come out and the situations that evolve are just out there. It's not, it's just weird. It's just weird, and it's a real shame because there's real possibility there. It's good, not great, and I think that's insane given the cast. <laughs> okay, so um, the secretary is stupid, yep. I hear. Yep, like brain-dead stupid. Okay, and um, is there a Sigourney Weaver replacement in a pot, or that is work around that well, storyline? Th- well, that's just it. There's no real replacements Mm-hmm. This reboot is a whole different story. In fact, you, what I was worried about going into it is like, okay, this is the Stance character, this is the Egon character, and so on. But that wasn't that at all. There were combinations in there, and this is this person's kind of a combination of Egon and Stance, and so on. But there was no, this is taken from Ghostbusters 84. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That sounds... Yet, it wasn't wholly original enough to find its own voice. It was still beholden to so much of the old stuff that it didn't really take off. But at the same time, the movie felt like Ghostbusters. Still sounds like I want to see it then. It's worth seeing in the theater. As far as art direction goes, it is over the top awesome. gorgeous stuff. And if you're seeing it, see it in 3D, there's no other way to see it. I agree. Okay, good to know. I saw it in 3D and liked it. Because they make that 3D work real Mm -hmm. well. Hmm. Even through the ending credits, especially even the end credits, they Mm -hmm. make it work well. Um, but yeah, don't expect a lot of there there, but I do really like those characters. In fact, so much that when I was done, I'm like, I want to see more of this world that they've built. I want to see this playground played in again. Okay. And it suffered from that origin story stuff a little bit too. Sure. But you're, you're going to have that in there. So it's 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 a summer cotton candy movie. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. minds will not be changed, but childhoods will not be raped. And kids will fucking love it. What, that's, yeah, like that's, if when I, I was 10 or 12, I'd be like, this When is I was best. done, I, I was like, this is the time to be a little girl. in, Or even a little boy. Sure, but little girls are going to eat this the fuck up. Which is wonderful, and mm-hmm. it's good. Um, and that was the thing, was we were leaving the theater, because I was getting all analytical, and it's like, it's for 12-year-olds. It's for babies. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, well, did she actually say it's for babies like you do? Have you have you corrupted her that way? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we speak in twin speak now. Mm. But Chickapay, Miss Chickapay. But, actual... <clears throat> but if you want to see Ghostbusters play with ghost gadgets, oh, this is your movie. All right. 
If you're looking for some deep metaphysical Lovecraftian plot, no. This is the big. This is the. This is the big. So like, it's like it's just there's some really great moments. The tech was fucking fun, but it's not fun enough. It the the thing about it was like there's improv stuff. You can see you can see so much improv stuff, and there's all these moments where they're anyway. I won't get too crazy on it, but I saw that was what made me kind of bananas about it. There could have been a lot more fun discoveries made. The one moment that really struck me as like there's nobody at the wheel really taking charge of making this thing as funny as it can be and as sharp as it can be. Spoiler, Slimer at one point steals the Ecto-1. Okay. And starts taking it on a joyride, right? Mm-hmm. He's wrecking it and crashing it all over the place. He's, by the end of the thing, he's got a all bunch of ghosts riding in there with him. Somehow there's a girl Slimer in there. This is the craziest thing. I like that. It was whatever. <laughs> but they're driving along, mm-hmm. and Melissa McCarthy sees them just tooling around, and she says, "Oh well, that thing's having a time of its life." And I'm like, in the theater, I go, "Time of its afterlife." What <laughs> right. are you fucking doing? Like, I mean, like who? These things write themselves. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of easy that, misses. A lot of that. So much left on the table, I felt. Mm. So much left on the table. Especially like with the with the, the tech. Like there are moments, a few moments where they, they hit it with the tech when they're talking to each other with it. But a lot of it just doesn't get, it's not as good as it could be. That's just it. It's just, again, it's one of those, it's not specific rim level of, wow, this could be awesome, but is shit. You shut up. <laughs> you shut up. So I will never stop. You're saying it'll be better when they add an hour of it in Batman Superman? It? <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't need any more time. It has plenty of time. It just it just could have been more of a showcase for those performers in some ways. And uh, it wasn't. It's still it's still it's good, it's just not great. Good, not great. And that's just upsetting that's, with that the pedigree behind those people. Sure. And with the lessons and kind of what it needed to be to overcome its horrible naysayers. Right. And not only that, not only overcome, but it should have conquered. It should have kicked ass. I think they rushed it, and I felt like I felt like they were all just tired. Like they weren't able to just kick it to that next level. They were all just kind of like, I think they, they, they did it too fast. Production schedule must have been too crazy, and they were just exhausted and... Leslie Jones is the only one I felt like every take she's given a hundred percent and she understands as a performer that she is in a Ghostbusters movie. Yes. Like she, she's like, this is huge. Like she, you could feel through the, the level of, of quality and commitment she gave to her performance. She felt the responsibility of this piece and wanted to just be that outstanding and she was mm-hmm. and she brought so much heart to all of it she's again, yeah, she did. she's the only one that I, I had a real connection to the only one that made me laugh out loud here's here's one thing in the movie that really did annoy me that i didn't expect to annoy me mm. and that is the cameos of the original cast i heard about uh Ackroyd's. all everyone is in it only one contributes slightly to the advancement of the story. And every time they appear on that movie, the movie stops to show here's a ghostbuster from the old movie. And it's and it just rips you right out of the movie every time. My only thing in seeing them, I, I kinda I just smiled like 
they got paid. <laughs> they, they, I mean, I, you know, you, you, they're executive producing a bunch and all that kind of like. But now, I was they they made some fucking dough, which is good. They deserve it. Well, of course they do, but it's it's they certainly did the service the movie. I, I liked Ackroyd's. I did not like Bill Murray. Mm-mm. I thought that was the dumbest thing. It, it felt shoehorned in. And and Ackroyd at least had some good lines. Ackroyd was great, man. How was Remus? He was uh, good. He was the best. It's very quick, but he's good. Yeah. All right. You blink, you miss him. Mm-hmm. So, so I better not blink. Damn. A solid performance. <laughs> cool. <laughs> he was one of the balloons, right? Is that uh-huh. what? Okay. And uh, I don't know. Anything else to add on that? I think that's it. I've talked my way around. Yeah. All right. So I, see, I still recommend it all the same because I think... Like I said, despite the fact that the story was meh, I left that thing going, I felt like a kid during some of that. Yeah, it was fun. And it's been a while since I've had that kiddie feel. Mm-hmm. So I did appreciate that. It's cool. At no point did I get angry. Good. I thought the ending was dumb, that's but a, it didn't make me like that's a, The third act is the weakest part. That, mm-hmm. That's like a major positive review for you. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. was. I'm, like, I'm not I've angry. I've been hearing that yeah. too. The third yeah. act is the weakest yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. Just stand up in the middle of the theater. All right, I'm done. And just, <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, when it was finished. It. Yeah, oh. all right. <laughs> so, what did you do this week, gentlemen? Besides not see Ghostbusters. Well, I watched the entire second season of Halt and Catch Fire. Wow! Last night, all ten episodes. All last night. What? Oh, wow. He really that's a great series. Yeah, I haven't spoken about that series. Oh, I love that series. You've mentioned it on the other show a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it was all 10 episodes. I powered through them all last night on Netflix. Started at like when I got home from work at 9.30, 9.45 and got done at 5 a.m. <laughs> wow. I decided to marathon that to I was just, I was engrossed in the story. I just yeah. couldn't, I couldn't stop watching it. Hmm. It's a good show. Yeah. It's another one on the goddamn list. You haven't seen yeah. that yet? No, Me I've neither. got another like, thousand shows I'm watching. Yeah. Stop reading yeah. all these books, man. Get on the TV wagon, <laughs> you junkie. Yeah, <laughs> I finally watched uh, um, World's End. Oh, the part three of the Cornetto yeah, trilogy. Yeah. And your thoughts? It's really, really good. It's amazing. It, it has the... Uh, I think it has an even bigger shift in movie than um, Dusk Till Dawn, which becomes a completely different movie halfway through. I don't know if it's a bigger shift, but it's certainly on par. Yeah, it's definitely in the... Yeah, it's like, whoa, okay. I knew, I knew something was going to happen because the previews, unfortunately, screwed it up. But it's like, oh, well, that's... Oh, all right, there we go, and it was it was a great ride. It is. That's that's a terrific little film. Boy, it's been a while since I've seen it. And I would have the movie it started out as. I would have watched that movie too. Certainly, I well, would have. I would have watched just same with Dust Till Dawn. That started out as a great little crime caper. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or Cowboys <laughs> and Aliens, where I was just like, I like this. I kind of like this western. I wish this. <laughs> yeah, I wish I hadn't screwed it up. Yeah, yeah they this, really kind of screwed that this one up. This western is actually kind of. I'm. I'm actually. That movie is so bad. It I is watch, bad. Yeah. I would watch this western. It is but. unwatchable. Yeah, and I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cowboys and Aliens. It is does, such a terrible film. It does start out really nice. Like probably like you say, it's a really great western when it starts, and, and then it's boom, just so shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody fucking cares. Whereas, whereas the other two we mentioned, they do that shift, and they are brilliant movies. Yeah, I still remember Dust Till Dawn totally taking me off guard. Yeah, because I I sat there for the first half of the movie going, 
what the fuck? This isn't what... what <laughs> where's, this, a, where's a vampire? What the hell happened? And then all of a sudden, it started happening, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, there Holy we go. shit. And then it lines. really happened. And it caught up fast, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those stupid corny lines from, like, Chong or Cheech, and my friends say I suck. It's like, like really? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> that's a crazy yeah, film, but... But that's part of its charm, is the fact a, yeah. that it is goofball when it kicks into gear. Yeah. It's an intentional B-movie. Sex yeah. machine. Yeah, fucking sex yeah, machine. Yeah, it's a goddamn sex machine. The uh, <laughs> with, with a cock and ball uh, derringer. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> they really... But, they, you know, they put the... They, he grounded it as best he could. With yeah, the, that first hour and the set... Because if you'd have gone right into it, you oh, wouldn't have given a lick like, about any of those stupid. people. Right. Yeah. Still didn't care that much, but <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek's a great moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Silence, you dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bow down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Sexarista Santanica or no, something? No, Santanica de Monaco. Yeah, Santanica ah. de Monaco. And her snake. I love that. It was right at the tip of your brain. The, 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 <laughs> the whole pouring the tequila down the leg thing oh. was a... Was a fantastic moment, and you know the. I think that was the first, probably the first really strong, Tarantino foot fetish moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Many, many have followed. Yeah, that right. was the first big. That one. is, that is a You're weird, like, oh, a weird thing going. Anytime on, he yeah. gets some girl's toe in his mouth, he's down. And of course, mm-hmm. but of course, with and God the thing about the thing about Salma Hayek, Hayek in that right. movie is one of the one of the movie things that really irritates me is actresses who play strippers. Who have a strip scene and don't strip? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, come on, come on, come on, take it off. Was she topless? No, no, nope. no. And then no. she did, then she did it again in uh, Dogma. She did it twice. Yeah. She did it again in Dogma. You also have Jessica Alba in Sin City, stripper who twice doesn't strip. Hey, you and get it's to see like your... they talk about the whole strip. Well, that's they're, they're high strip. class strippers. <laughs> That's yeah, right. right. The ones you, like, you can but she, but she go somehow it reveals shit. it all in the little known movie called Frida. You know, well, you, know, I, you know, it makes them more expensive, right? <laughs> Rated R. That makes the whole movie more expensive. The trick is get a mustache on her first. Oh, and yes. There you go. <laughs> and you got to have flower. Unibrow? Didn't she have a unibrow? Yeah. Frida yeah. had a And she had flower ah, on there. Dude, Hello. dude I, Genius. I've got Google. I, I've seen Alma Hyatt with all of it off. That's... I just the whole the whole oh, Mr. Skin that's for you thing. too like I've seen everything you know <laughs> Frida's actually a pretty good movie too besides the tits no <laughs> yeah. some high tits yeah <laughs> all right that's Andy's review Andy's those some, review those are some primo tits pretty good yeah. besides yeah. the tits <laughs> Andy I did see I'm Clover it's not all about the tits sorry I did see Cloverfield t- uh it's very underrated Cloverfield tits that's um, one you really can't talk about yeah that's when you watch that movie you're like man do you really want to talk about it i was like you i'm gonna talk, talk about, about the show it. but all i can really say is i watched it can't talk about i liked it right. i recommend it first rule about cloverfield uh, 10 uh, or whatever it is what 10 is cloverfield <laughs> lane <laughs> there you go don't talk about right it there first rules talked about it don't even say it fuck up the title Nobody knows you're talking about it. That's but it. terrific. Beautifully constructed. Right. Cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, got, I still got to see that. I finally finished Flash. Oh. So. 
So you're caught up with aside from the current season. Right. I caught up with the current season. I unfortunately I don't think I'm gonna get much time in on Legends of Tomorrow before my uh, viewing connection disappears. But um, Flash, it was funny because I was slogging through the first part of the season. Yeah. But once they did started hold all the Earth Two stuff and stuff like that, that was actually pretty cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and all of the all of the connections that they're they're drawing between like uh, with uh, Jay Garrick and everything is um, have you finished it? Uh, is that on Netflix now? Maybe I'm maybe, no. I'm, maybe I'm missing a season. Okay, yeah, you're no. missing a season. I haven't seen that season. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. So it was. I'm ahead of you on. Oh, Jesus! You are. All right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I actually did enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed the second half of the second season. So I really That's kicked back in for you. Yeah, because it's well, it was like it, it's funny because it starts to go fringe, which I know Paul hates, but it starts to go alternate reality and it. alternate um, and multi-dimensional stuff because they start playing with that hardcore mm. and um, it gets to be really, oh, really. We need, we need we need dates here for that. It's just stuff. Yeah. So it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool. And so I did enjoy. I did enjoy the wrap up. So and I mean, there's supposed to be now Flash, Supergirl crossovers and various things like that, and Legends of Tomorrow, which grabs a huge number of uh, characters from Flash's Rogues Gallery. Didn't Constantine make an appearance in one of those episodes? Uh, maybe. Yes, I think he did. I okay. think there's pl there are plans to use him more. In fact, I thought I, heard, I, I know there's rumors. Oh, rumors. People. Uh, apparently, he didn't make quite an impression. If you don't remember it. <laughs> Well, not he didn't appear in Flash. Oh, okay. I That's haven't I seen Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. So that would be, I, I assume that would be the one that he would appear I, in. Oh, wait, I think maybe it's an Arrow. Is he an Arrow? I haven't done the last season of Arrow. I'm not going to get to it before, uh, before the people, before Francine and Jerry leave, so I won't be able to watch that. Okay. So, but I did enjoy it. I did like it. Touching stuff. And it's like, a, oh, here we go again. Uh, season finale. Too so, because mm. what are you humming about? You haven't even fucking seen no, it. Just all the season finales on that, on that series have been brutal. Yeah, all one of them. On Flash <laughs> and Arrow. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> all one of them. <laughs> just reach over and slap him. Go ahead. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Both so. of you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I did enjoy that. What, what are you? What are you posing for? Like, look at you. You are. You've got that. <laughs> Sexy <laughs> and girl pose. Look at him. I've been sitting in the desk all day. I need to stretch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're draw me like a, one of your French girls. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> oh. I got to take a picture of that. Hold on. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you go ahead. Just Ugh. tap in the middle somewhere. No, no, I got, I'll send it to you. Okay, good. So this week, I, I fell prey to the, the beast that is Pokemon Go. You did it? Ah, what yes. level are you? I am now level four. Ooh, you're ahead of me. Yeah, look, look, there I'm he ahead goes. Of both of you. What level are you? Nine. Look at huh. you. Huh? Fifteen, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. See when you don't have uh, anything to do and you can just play Pokemon Go and I, there's that. I, 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 I plan I've been work, using it exactly. <laughs> I've been using this exercise walking with my daughter. It's been very nice. That you know what? I don't see Pokemon Go so much as a game as much as an activity. Although she's actually playing uh, some zombie game now that's like story based so she'll have headphones on and it's some sort of story game where she's supposed to be walking around and if he I think we talked about we, that yeah, so yeah. he runs zombies that's it I yeah. think that's it yeah 
Yeah, so we she's talked playing about that, that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But that's supposed to be like a great fitness game. Yeah, she loves it. Fitness yeah. in your mouth. <laughs> but yeah, Pokemon Go. There's a cluster of Pokestops in the in the park near my house. There's like six, and it's there's three that are so close that people set up uh, lawn chairs. There's like a bunch <laughs> of lawn chairs set up in the in the in the nexus of the three. That's cute. <laughs> but I uh, saw I saw a meme on uh, Reddit. It's like cocaine addiction. So you see the before and after, and it's like nice photo. Yep. Missing teeth, fucking okay, meth, you know, and then Pokemon Go, fat guy, then a skinny guy. Yep. <laughs> after before fat. It's after. hey, I'm I've walked more the last couple of days than I probably have the last couple of weeks. So yeah, it yeah, keeps track of that in your journal, by the way, so you can see how how far uh, you had wandered. Yeah, it's uh in your journal part of the actual game. It'll say something. But uh, I yeah, I wandered over to UNLV and their their little campus stops and yeah. <laughs> and I've never been over there to see some of that shit. It's great. Oh, yeah. No, I've, it makes me pay attention to things I never paid there, attention there's a, to. There's a labyrinth in the park next to me I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, oh, great. You go awesome, to the baby. Holocaust Museum and yeah. you. Yeah. Pick up on right, there's, there's always a, a pigeon in the shoes. Yep. Yeah. Anything <clears throat> else, gentlemen? Uh, I did uh, Mosey over Shinar Chronicles. It didn't grab me from the first episode after I finished Halt and Catch Fire. I was like, well, you've already put in your time. I I imagine starting a new one immediately does not have the energy behind it. (laughs) Yeah. But it it uh, just, you could see the MTV all over it. And I was like, you can. It's a bunch of pretty people. Although I did enjoy the couple of episodes of Shannara I saw. Shanra. Oh, that too. too. Shanra? I started on a new alien series. Oh, fuck off. Mm. On Hangar One. (laughs) Tell me about Hangar One. Wait, is this the old. The old one from the 80s? Nope. Okay. This is new. Oh, is that the Megadeth song? Nope. No. Oh. Hangar 1. And it's all... It's all, Hangar 18. It's all from MUFON. Yeah. MUFON. MUFON files. Oh, no. The Mutual UFO yeah. Network. And so it's pretty good. <laughs> so you're saying it has UFO pedigree? Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's simply better produced okay. than the other ones that I've seen. So it's prettier. It's Slicker, okay. MTV prettier. All the people, yeah, in all it. pretty. I mean, it's still goofball. Oh, no, it's UFOs. Trust it's still me, it's goofball. It's still some of the same shit. But then a few things that you hadn't heard before, and it's kind of neat. And, it, and you know, they'll they'll just go off into these weird stories, one offs from Mufon. Yeah, this guy saw a triangular UFO. How about that shit? And I'd be like, and I'm like, hey, these kids saw a UFO. And then later, years later, they went, hey, you remember seeing that UFO? And we went, yep. How about that? Like that's that's kind of what it's that's kind of what it is. How about that? How about that? Huh? What do you think about the that? Sales pitch. And then like uh, and like it'll be like uh, I'm trying to think what, what what the recent one I saw was uh, the 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 Phoenix Triangle that happened a few years ago. Uh no, they didn't talk about that. They don't go into the big ones. Okay. No, they, they go into the, these little. It's great because it, like I was walking to the corner store the and I looked is, up. Mufon. It's all anybody can just say hey. I saw a UFO. It's, okay, great. Oh, they had it's, it's the penthouse letters of UFO. Here's stories. the one. Here's the one. <laughs> Dear Mufon. The one today was. Uh, Never thought I'd get probed. The one but. I watched today was uh, kind of about how um, aliens, uh, UFOs, kind of hang around Indian reservations, Native American reservations, because uh, government can't get out there. Oh my Christ! So, <laughs> I knew you'd love it. So, um, <laughs> so like there's this there's this Indian. Uh, Native American, and he's he's being interviewed. He's like he's like, I was riding my bicycle with my cousin, 
And we saw a UFO. On, on, no, 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 come on. You're improv guy. I'm not doing it. Come on, do <laughs> it. it. No. Damn it. Okay, God all right, fine. <laughs> Thank you. God. Yes. The wow. Canadian. Yes. The Canadian. You're it. supposed to know better. My cousin and I ride our yes. bike. Yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Have we're, a drink, everyone. We were driving down the side of the reservation. Jesus. We were riding the bike many times. <laughs> and we were passing over the, the hill. For sake, Andy. <laughs> over the hill, we saw a huge UFO. Oh. And it was there. We did not know what to do. And it was a cigar shape. <laughs> like the peace pipe we were smoking. Similar. <laughs> we ran to my father, my father who was the chief of police. I banged hey on the yo. door. Dad, there's a UFO. The stuff writes itself. I he came out. Fire, smoke, signal of my father. He came out and saw easy. the UFO. Yeah, go for the easy ones. My father saw it. He radioed in. Hey, there's a UFO. And sure enough. They saw it too. It's just, it's just fun. Yeah, it's fun. But then the, he, actually, actually, he the, the the Indian was just really effeminate. He oh. talked normally, but he was like, "There's this UFO." My friend and I. Well, it's 2016, Paul. Hey, so I just, it's just creeping into the reservation now. <laughs> cheap prancing loafers. Like you know, you know, it was it was sitting bull and blah blah blah. Back then, now it's like uh, say light in his moccasins. <laughs> it's, it's 2016. It's so, high time that this princess of the powwow stepped on out. That's right. I'm losing my reservation. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to my life. So like back in the day, it was like sitting bull. Tomahawk dude and Tomahawk <laughs> dude. And now it's like I hate reality Mark. shows. Your warrior name is now Tomahawk dude. <laughs> and, you and, have and, killed a man. And, sitting and, bull, sitting crow, sitting eagle. How about sitting on a big old dick? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> sitting I'm peg. losing my reservation. Is that your Indian sitting name? Peg. Uh, 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 Paul, uh, uh? sitting peg. Sitting peg. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Mm. God damn it. You can call me stretches is colon. Because that's what I do. <laughs> you see that? You see that? Uh, bison over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buffalo. Sorry. Buffalo. God, I'm an idiot. Oh. Mm. Good job, We Matt. just lost the LGBT. Yeah. Yes. We lost yes. the this LGBT. This was the episode. That LGBT <laughs> Native American this vote is, is the gone. This is the episode that killed it. I yeah. sure hope your cock is ready to spend a night in my sweat lodge. <laughs> uh. Wait, that's that's an ICS joke. No, that's sweat house. Yeah. Sweat oh, house. Sorry, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> crossing the streams. Are you telling me he's pl- pl- self plagiarizing? Oh, oh. attribute, 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 attribute. I can't keep track of all this shit. I've been making horrible jokes on that show too. I can't fucking. <laughs> uh, oh, how about some emails? I blame Matt me. for that one. Hey, emails. I'll take full credit for yeah, that. Okay, great. <laughs> As you deserve. And I blame you for Caillou still too. Hey, listen, Mister Model, shut up. <laughs> I thought there was gonna be more to that, but there wasn't. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dear the Maple Leaf Matt Apology and Hockey Hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's Comic-Con week. 
And I'll be happily in sunny San Diego. Will any of you be tending the festivities? Why, yes. Yes, Jeff will. And uh, you're going out as well, Andy. I'm leaving as soon as the show is over. Like, as soon as? Mm -hmm. Like, you're driving overnight? Because we start late at night. I am. Andy does that sort of thing. Wow. I drove Dude, all night. What better time to drive through the Mojave Desert than the fucking day and night? Probably yeah. see some UFOs. Yeah. yeah, get your own bouffant on. Right. Yeah. You don't believe in that shit. No, I don't. You don't, you don't have to until it happens to you. <laughs> I still don't really believe in it, but I think it's fascinating. Full moon, too, so that'd be nice. Well, it we could have Andy tonight. interview. He could do like a full on uh, New Englander accent. Uh, oh, yeah. That was up. That was a big going thing up there in the sky. It was about, oh, I'd say it's about four meters. Wow. That's all you I got. guys use metric? <laughs> Uh, they're pretty close to Canada. So, yeah. you know. Hey, don't be jealous of our superior measuring system. <laughs> okay. This will be my second year, and I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here, but I had such a better time outside of the con last year. The gamp, uh, Gas Lamp District. The Gimp. The g- <laughs> gimp Lamp. That's what the we call the Gimp Lamp. The Gimp Lamp. The Gas Lamp the is called the Gimp Lamp. The Gimp Lamp. You just go to the Gimp Lamp District. Yeah. The Gas Lamp District, the outside Petco Park, were just surrounded with way more activities like the Walking Dead Oculus game, the Petco Park Walking Dead maze, hell, even the Assassin's Creed parkour gimmick. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if, while any of you fine gents have been on a trip here through social... Oh, God, I can't even read this sentence. That's... Now, I'm not sure if while any of you fine gents have been on a trip down here through social just outside of L.A. is weekly warehouse. SoCal. SoCal. Thank you. <laughs> Did you say social? I so- said social. He was reading social. I was reading. That's why. It's, it's, does, it makes, does it, it sentence make more sense than SoCal? <laughs> it doesn't help that it's all lowercase in one word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to put some capitals in SoCal. <laughs> just outside L.A. Who was writing? It's E. Cummings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is a weekly warehouse collectible show called Frank and Sons. I bought my final form? set, <laughs> final set, my final form, Paul's final form, my final set would that of be? Simpsons from Frank and Sons. <laughs> okay, at Comic Con the last year I went, uh, I paid a pretty penny, but I got them all. I I got Devil Homer, I got um, Majula and the uh, the octuplets, which was. These things are fucking. That last set is impossible to find. I lucked out. I got that, and I think I also got my giant Skeletor from them. Mm. Oh, giant Skeletor! No. Oh, there's a break. Go, continue. He's still, I'm still, I'm still, he's still fine. He's still in his box. He's good. Is he? Yeah, he's great. Which I feel is that's all Comic Con is, and just in a bigger venue. So I was bored with the inside. I really didn't care to wait so long for the more extravagant stuff like panels either or meet and greets. Is there anything on the itinerary this year that you guys are looking forward to? Did you guys get your Fathom event tickets for the killing joke that they are screening? Oh, they're doing a screening yes, there. They are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I thought Steve did that. Smart. I think Professor Biggs got that. They're down. doing a screening of the new He-Man down there in a parking lot. Well, yeah, it's a He-Man, a single episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's it's a fan episode too. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I, I I think I bet James Etock has a hand in it, so it'll probably be fun. Sure, because he's he's been kind of curating a lot. He kind of runs the official YouTube channel. Hmm. Um, he's the guy behind Serial Geek, that magazine. He's yeah, a, yeah. He's a sharp sharp cat. It's a great magazine. I just pre-ordered. He just did a new version of. Uh, I already have his own version of the episode guide for He-Man. 
but he there's a new Dark Horse version that's episodes for He Man and She Ra with a lot more art and yeah. So I just pre-ordered that bad boy. It's coming out in a couple months. All right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I hope to run into any fellow scoops or shock monkeys. I'll be at the Villains Pub, stomping mud holes and handing out stunners. Fucking you in the face. Oh, 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 it's coming up. Oh, oh, Stone Cold Scoop Austin. <laughs> yeah, nice. Stone Cold Scoop Austin. Right. Is there a villain's pub down there now? I passed this information down to Jeff. If there is one, Jeff says he's going to at least stop by. So cool. so tweet at Jeff while you're down there. Yeah, yeah. If you want to meet up with him, he'll, he'll be glad to do also that. Also, give us uh, Pokemon Go updates, because that should be a prime oh place for God. insanity. That's going to crash all the internets. There'll be yeah. a lot of water Pokemon down there, I'm sure. Um I actually don't have a itinerary this uh, this time. I'm going down yep. kind of blank. I'll probably grab the the uh, schedule and see what pa- I'm going to hit a lot of panels. That's what my I plan to hit a lot of panels this year because I'm poor and panels are free. Um, they are, <laughs> but there's but God, if I don't I, go last near Hall time H. I went there was nearly four years ago, I think at mm-hmm. this point, and panels were impossible to get into then. No, no I don't. And go- I'm not talking Hall H. I'm just talking your average everyday goddamn book panels. So I can't imagine that's gotten better. Yeah, I I, I haven't. But the panels that's I go to then be small creators and stuff. And pick, yeah, pick a room that's what and I go to. It. Really? Because oh, I, I go to novels talking about novelists talking about world building. That's my kind of panel. Yeah, okay. So and even then, I had to go to a panel or two prior to get to that panel. Yeah, wow. I mean, I, I caught some good ones when I was there. I got to see Mr. Show. I got to see The Simpsons. Mm. I got to, you got to see, see Mr. Show there. Yeah. I got to see The Simpsons. I got to see The Simpsons and Mr. Show followed right afterwards. And I was oh, like, wow. okay, perfect. I'll stay. Um, it was great. It I is got, nice when you get that conflux. I got to see panels. Monkey Punch. Nice. Like, from here to spitting on Monkey Punch. I got to see, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Who did that Hulk run? That really good Hulk run. But Peter not, David? Not Peter David. Dale Cohen? No, the monster. Return of the Monster. Shit. It's terrible. I can't remember his name, but he Return of the Monster shit. I, yeah, I remember his, his that person. Return of the Monster run mm. was really excellent. Um the must have been a great panel. runs. It was good it was a good panel. It was a good panel. But just You know what panel I'd definitely be hitting, trying to hit is the animation voice panels. Those are always really entertaining. Sure. Because those are entertaining people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, last year I saw a voice panel that was um da, 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 Call of Duty. And so I got to see uh, what's his name, the Russian. What's the Russian guy, Kurson? Uh, <laughs> he's always he always plays a Russian. I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, um, he's a Russian from Call of Duty. No idea. Oh fuck, I've forgotten his yeah. name. Yeah, Nikolai. Yeah, you Nikolai. Got yeah. Okay. <laughs> when you're playing zombies, the the there's a Russian, a German, um, American, and okay. Japanese guy. Well, let me guess. Nikolai's the Russian. Franz, Franz is the German. Brilliant. And the American is Joe. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. let's see, the Jap. I was about to say Jap. <laughs> the Japanese guy was. Uh, How could that possibly happen on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> I'm shocked. Your mouth. Shock. How disrespectful. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. God damn it. Anyways, go ahead. By the way, I tweeted a picture of sexy fact check and yes. already Professor Addy responded his body is ready to fumble something special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. You dropped the bomb on me. Oh, don't do that. Andy, you mm. dropped the bomb on me. Anyways, the, the Nikolai is a funny one because he's always saying funny shit during the game. So mm, it was okay. good to see him talk. 
No, you I, remind me of fourth wife. She was bitch. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I you know, funny sing. things like that. That's <laughs> a real singer. <laughs> There's Andy helping our case. Yeah, I know. Right. It's the only line that came to my head right now. It's bad. It's good. It's a funny line. It's real funny. The last Comic Con I went to was 09. And there was. Uh, Target SG1. Yeah, I put my foot in the butter, man. <laughs> he put his in food the in the butter. <laughs> and you also notice that that he's changed his stance to be very crotch prominent. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Right. <laughs> sure. Take a picture of this one. He's got a fucking tractor beam. <laughs> um, yeah. It's more I, like a weed whacker, but that's all right. <laughs> I'm excited. There's a lot of uh, cool... He-Man stuff happening, but uh, Masters Classics is kind of drying up. There's no exclusive this year, no exclusive figure. There's a She-Ra seven or twenty-fifth anniversary uh, Barbie doll, kind okay. of by Mattel. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's Wily Kit and Wily Cat, but you can order them online. I keep f- fucking forgetting. I got to wake up and order it early to try and get Wily Kit and Wily Cat. But um, I'm hope I'm actually hoping Masters Classics is kind of done because it's getting silly this year. Oh dear! Some of the characters oh, are just getting silly. Some Why don't of, you just stop? Some, I'm 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 gonna I'm I depending said, on what they come out with next year. He says this every year. Yeah, but this year, well, this year <laughs> has yeah, been the, this year. the lightest. It's it's been the the least figures, so it's not costing me that much, thankfully. But uh, it's just been weird. Croak the DJ. Go through all the, <laughs> the times that I've shot said I'm gonna episodes and just put together a, um, a, a video. This is my last year of Masters <laughs> Classics. <laughs> well, honestly, I don't, know if gonna, I don't know if they're going to offer a subscription this year. Which he right. says every year. No, but they do it. They do it <laughs> at con. Okay. They haven't made any announcements yet. But con hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but... There you go. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. I love it. It's like it's like I'm the like somebody wife. talking about the asshole boyfriend. Maybe he won't come home. He, he might not come home next week. Oh, but you know what? You know this asshole boyfriend makes the most beautiful action figures ever created. <laughs> That's the problem. He loves me, dude. He makes me the action figures. Even this year, there's some detritus. Detritus in the mix. Detritus. But I love that T-Man character. The fucking horn rape. with bits of leaves, right? Paul's commerce as abuse metaphor is just absolutely beautiful. Despera. <laughs> fucking evil seed. The now you just the filmation. The filmation line has been stunning. The horsemen won't hurt him again. They love him. I love the horsemen. They have. They deserve the love. Yeah. I hope they make a lot more money. He just than they did something do. wrong. It was not their fault. It was it was his fault. <sighs> oh. I know Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, of course, is going to Comic Con. He's not actually going to the con itself. He's just going to enjoy the outside. He's having stuff. Italian dinners with Professor Biggs, yeah, right? right? Yeah, yeah, which reminds me, there's a dinner Friday night. We'll probably be kicking around the bar, the the uh, English bar down in the, the Little Italy Friday night. Okay, ten inches, my guess. I know one thing that Jeff is looking forward to is on outside of the con, they're having a Mr. Robots exhibition. Hmm. And they're going to have like one I need to watch. Yeah, they're going to have some of the sets on display and such. So I know he's really looking forward to that. 
So you'll, you'll probably find them there at some point. But, uh, but yeah, tweet them if you want to catch up with them. He'll, Paul he'll, he'll Bruce Jones. Mm-hmm. You're a Bruce Jones. That's yeah. exactly who it was. He was a little dismissive of my question, but... What? What was your question? Well, if the Hulk fucked Benny no. Ross... <laughs> no, he was moving on from the Hulk to, um, I want to say, Batman, maybe? He was about to take on another a new character. <laughs> you just like, listen, you little fuck. <laughs> no, he's dismissive. But oh, yeah, yeah. the um, but the entire Hulk run that he did, a lot of the focus was on Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. like the 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 trials of Bruce Banner trying right. to keep the Hulk cage. It wasn't a whole lot of Hulk, a lot of Bruce Banner. Yeah. And so I kind of I think I think I asked him something along the lines of. With this new take, with your take on Batman, will you kind of be exploring a similar situation where you're going to focus more on Bruce Wayne? And, you and know. that is a very Paul question, actually. I totally see you extrapolating like that and wanting mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. And he was kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, great, great. Okay. Fine. Great. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. No, I'm, not, I'm doing I already it. did it already. I did, yeah, dude, no, that's not. Yeah, really. that, that's not what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck wow. me for reading your books, your butthole. <laughs> so Stone Cold Scoop Austin. Can't say I'm a huge fan. Have a great I like time. that run, though. <laughs> shock Monkey's Lair, too. Message us on Shock Monkey's Lair. We'll try and find each other. So, sorry? Message us on Shock Monkey's Lair, oh, Donna. Okay. We'll try and find you. There you oh, go. what? Shock Monkey's Lair. Show me on the wire. Show me on my way. Show me on my way. I've been up a long Look time. Look for Andy's new album, Give It a Horse Coming out in Biggie Biggie Biggie. <laughs> so you've been up a long time. Released by Kisha Fire Records. You're going to be drying. No, it's, it's, mm. it's more Shapatache. It's Shapatache. 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 Uh, <laughs> Chief, Chief Tom Moccasins, you're making it rain. <laughs> I, I'm I sorry. didn't realize the Duke is a Hazard background music had lyrics. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a, I, I envision you put over Andy's face like the Hannibal Lecter mask, <laughs> and somehow it all comes out clear. Eloquent. Yeah. It's just. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. Yes, it has. Who are you? <laughs> so recently, Paul, you brought up the upcoming game Dead by Daylight. I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. Oh. Hi. Put it back in. Put it back away. No, put it back away. Oh, it's up. Nobody it's wants, up. No, put it away. It's Please. Out. No, it's no, out. no, 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 no. Oh, God. No. I need all the snow. Oh, it's out now. I need a wet nap. <laughs> oh, it's wet. A wet nap. <laughs> <laughs> one of those little barbecue nappy things from fucking things. Give me like two of those. <laughs> give me two of those little packets of <laughs> watery napkin. <laughs> you, know, you, wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't rub your dick on the barbecue sauce. You wouldn't need those. The problem is I should use the watery napkin first. I should create a barrier of some sort. <laughs> or a wow. target. Tor- Torgo was kind of frozen there. 
My brain couldn't. I know what I should it. do. I should tear open the watery napkin holder and reform it into a pouch. There you go. And then I'll use that pouch to carry my seed. <laughs> and then I'll put that back in the containers with the other wet napkins. You know, as you grow up, the Legend of Johnny Appleseed takes on a whole different kind of thing. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, some guy gets done with his barbecue meal. <laughs> yeah, wiping his mouth. Uh, yeah. Ew. Ew. But it still does it. Ew. Oh. Ew. Ew. Did, did, did I get the ribs with the, the Play-Doh thing. and bleach sauce? What the fuck? Sure. Sure. <laughs> splurt, splurt. The Wisconsin cheese curd special. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. That, that that there is a very wet rub. Mm. <laughs> you know what? As much fast food as we've all consumed, which is much, surely we have eaten jizz. <laughs> <laughs> it's inevitable. It's inevitable. <laughs> by hook or by crook, it's happened. Somebody's junked us. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just, just going to spend this contemplation for the rest of the <laughs> Where might your... I have been slipped jizz? <laughs> it's oh, hashtag jizz slipping. Paul, slip me Paul the it's jizz. called special sauce. That's what I mean. <clears throat> Filet of fish sauce. Tartar oh, sauce. Oh, tartar. The worst thing is you start thinking about the most easily disguisable. Like you got your milkshakes. <laughs> You got your uh, the tartar sauce. Yeah, sauces in mayonnaise. General. Oh, mayonnaise! Forget about it. <laughs> uh, tapioca. Fast. You what know all that fast, fast food, food place tapioca. Has tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! I should have suspected something. <laughs> I did you know, Sir, you would you what? like to try our tapioca? We're the test market. <laughs> our fool, <laughs> fool me eight times. <laughs> uh, this big tapioca tastes lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my big tapioca Pizza? salty? Uh, On top yeah. of the cheese? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Why is this tapioca oh. only a spoonful and a half in the bottom of an empty can? It's a spoonful. <laughs> it is. I guess it's from somebody's loving. Blech. <laughs> Harp, <laughs> oh, but they do that. Uh, they do the blizzard test with it. it stays <laughs> in. Go. They turn it upside down. It's hanging. <laughs> the guy's still hanging by his dick from the cup. Yeah, it's like alien mouth spit. <laughs> oh, oh, this fucking thing is congealed. <laughs> Holy shit, that's horrible. Oh God. <laughs> Now, now explain what you brought over to him. For, I, for I brought over the uh, rainbow dash and it's special sauce. Oh, it looks so bad. <laughs> it used to look worse. You no, know, I think it looks worse now. <laughs> Keep that thing closed. Oh, yes. This is Jesus. never being opened ever again. The, this is the pony cum jar. Yes. Nightmare inducing. Yeah, you beautifully hey, made guys, for us. Andy took a couple weeks to put that thing together. <laughs> You know, Andy, why don't you put yeah, this back on the shelf good, where we don't have to look at it anymore? Yeah. It's a good centimeter. Oh, what are you doing? Oh. What are you? Oh, well, it's like a snow globe. Yeah, no, it's like it's a, it over. It's like a it's snow globe. It's the opposite all right. of a snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> at least before it was crystal clear and you could look through it and see what it was. Now, 
It's just a mess. <laughs> well, maybe some. Oh, I gotta open it and see what this is. Oh my oh, god! Oh, oh. <laughs> it's metal sauce oh. and pony. I just in the middle of an email. Smells like Andy's unwanted <laughs> children. I just started it. Gross. Oh yeah, this is about the gamp. Dead no. by daylight. Oh, 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 the dead game by day- Dead by Daylight. Did you start looking at it yet? Todd? I still haven't. God damn it! What the hell? How, what am I even doing? Suggesting things to people. <laughs> Looks kind of <laughs> promising. However, it looks almost identical to the mechanics of the upcoming Friday the 13th game. Yeah, well. Which I proudly donated for on Kickstarter, that, he says. It, it does actually look very similar. Torgo, I'm rather surprised, being the horror nut you are, that you haven't mentioned this on the show. So my question is this. What do you guys think of it? I'm a tad nervous of this, mainly because as of right now, it's still an online multiplayer game. Sure. It's been produced by Sean Cunningham. That's the guy that directed Friday the 13th. Music being done by Harry Manfredini. Again, same. Uh, motion capture of Jason is being done by Kame Hodder and Tom Zavini is designing the look and the kills. So all the Friday the 13th big names are behind this. So what do you guys think? Green light or red light? Keep up the good work, Jake. Green light. I have only seen trailers for Friday the 13th and I've gone looking for them and seen some of the alpha gameplay so, in fact, I watched it with Matt a little bit. Yep, yep. And I love the idea. The The one that you described to me, the, the Daylight game, uh, the idea of there being one player, the Evolve yes. game idea, where there's one player who is the big bad. But done successfully. But the difference between Evolve is that the Friday the 13th, I'm, I'm still not sure what the idea is. Is are the players trying to kill Jason, or is it a tag with the last one alive? I, I'm still not sure what the true concept of that game is. And so and, until I see that, I really can't make, form an opinion on it. Uh, this de- Dead by Daylight, are you trying to kill the killer? Is that the option object of, that you've seen? You're trying to thwart, trap, and escape. I don't know if you can kill them. Okay, see that I like a lot better. I think it's kind of one of those unkillable yes situations. So if Friday the Thirteenth is like watched that it enough, I've watched it for like an hour or two. Okay, Friday the Thirteenth is like that. I'm a lot more behind it. But if if there is a way to kill Jason, then eh, not so much. You have Evolve. That game exists already. You just reskinned it. So, so I guess that's my my bellwether for that. So anybody else have a thought on it? I don't know enough about it. To, okay. Yeah. Carry on. All right. And he says, uh, if you do get the game, look for my name in the credits. That's Jake. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Will do. Uh, last email. Geeks, gentlemen, lend me your ears. Okay. Oh, we're supposed to cut them off? Yes, you are. Oh. Good job. I was hoping perhaps some, if any, of you would be willing to dust off the old D20s Reach into your collective bags of holding for some good Dungeons and Dragons stories that you might have. My name is Professor Higgins. My name, Professor Higgins, comes from my most beloved character, a 60-something-year-old human artificer who went slightly insane and became a bomb-obsessed pyromaniac and friendly traveling handyman. I know D&D isn't a geeky subject that gets touched on much in the show, but I love hearing good game stories. If you don't have any stories, maybe share an idea for a character that you would want to play. Professor Higgins. Gentlemen, That's D&D stories, do you have a good one? Interesting hmm. email. You know, I'll I tell you what. I, I've told this story on the show before, 
but I, I'll, I'll rehash it here. Um, I Growing up, I never played D&D as a character, except for the very first couple of times I ever played, like, when I was 10. Yeah. But through high school, I played the hell out of D&D, but I was Game Master every single time. Uh-huh. And, and so I had my own cadre of players that would come in and play, and we played pretty regularly. Um, one time... One of the characters, he ended the game, and his hit points were pretty low. And, he's, and he was like, what can I do to get more hit points? I'm like, well, you're in the dungeon. You're going to, at this point, I don't think we had any healers in the group. You know, bad construct. But uh, maybe you'll find some healing posters or something along the way. But other than that, there's no promises. So he was like, here's 10 bucks. Can I have some hit points? <laughs> hmm. Yes, you can. Absolutely, you can. And that started the descent into absolute unethical DM behavior (laughs) for the next couple of years where I basically sold hit points to my characters for cash or trade. Mm. Wow. I, I... don't look back on it with any kind of pride. It was a horrible thing to do. <laughs> what was some of the trade? I got boners. I, <laughs> I got a stack. I would say about five inches thick of Ayo. pogs. Uh, uh, no, this is pre-pogs. This is oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Although if, during that age, that probably would have been one of them <laughs> of garbage pail kids. Yeah. Um, I got a Bowie knife from one of them. Ooh. Yeah. I got some transformers from one of them. Oh, wow. It was it was You had a racket going. I, I got some cassette tapes. I got some ideas going now. <laughs> and, and 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 again, it's horrible because I am creating the demand by chopping off those hit points that I'm selling to them with monsters. Yep. Ever increasingly yeah, powerful yeah. monsters. <laughs> a white dragon appears. Yes. What? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, and until until one of them it. said, You know what, I'm not doing it, man. It's just a game. Then I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm fucked now. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what I had happened. To, but up until then, I had this horrible racket where I was selling nothing. And that's how DLC started, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Marketed that sucker. Speaking of fucking DLC, Capcom has lost a damn mind trying to sell two costumes and a stage for $25 over Evo weekend. What? Yeah. They're fucking nuts. Some of that. I hope I hope no one bought that shit. I'm sure people did, but damn it. But looking back, I really can't. uh, I don't have a ethical place to stand on what I I scream against it. I get it. (laughs) But and they're talking. They're going to use the money towards the fight pools. I'm like, no, fuck you. Well, since three of the people are here, oh, that's what I did this weekend. I watched Evo. Sorry, Ah. Evo, the fighting game championship. championship. Infiltration took it again soundly. I, I think. Kirsten and I played in what it might have been Paul's last D&D game, but I could be wrong. But he had a character that was all kinds of annoying. <laughs> are, you talking about, are you talking Imagine about brilliant that. scientist Million Canstabilius? That's there the one. What? Do you know about this? So this is the first time I met Andy. Yeah. Was what? playing D and D. It was yeah. actually really funny. Actually, let me tell my end of the story. Go ahead. First. Million Canstabilius. The first time I met him, yeah. he's playing a mad scientist and a monkey with a British accent. Second time I right. met him, he's the Klingon. <laughs> in D&D? No, no. We, we was at the experience. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Third time I met him, he's doing this weird hick Louisiana accent that I'm not figuring out. He's a Kentucky accent. 
And I'm going, the accent's flawless, but I don't know who you're doing. He goes, no, it's my voice, man. Because he wasn't, hadn't been here that long. It was a third time I met him before his actual accent. Yeah. Yeah, my draw was pretty thick for a while there. Yeah. 21 years in Kentucky will do it to you, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Million, tell people about Million. So, Million Canstabilius mm. is a genius scientist who decided to prove all of his haters wrong. He would do the world's first brain transplant. And his, okay. his, he was going to transplant his brain into an ape. Into a monkey, and then he was gonna—he's gonna show it, document it, and then reverse the process, and then go about his genius life. But during the whole experiment, things went wrong. As his brain was in the monkey, he didn't—he wasn't able to get the motor skills down right, and so his his human body died on the table, and his brain was stuck in the monkey. So he's now million canstabilius, genius monkey scientist, and. He has a, a partner slave who was basically Hodor way back before Hodor. And the guy's name was Lo, and he was just this giant hulk of a man. Yeah. Yeah, and all, he all he would Hodor. say, all he would say was Lo. Wow! And, and he'd just say Lo, and he rode around on Lo. So it was million on on Lo's shoulder, and you know, I'm Doctor Million Constabilius, and I'm far more. And he was, and he was also Stewie, basically. Is that is before Stewie? Before Stewie, because uh, that was the character that I did with Philippe. Some of the video shorts that I did with my buddy uh, Charlie, uh, and before that, uh, when Philippe was known as, um, oh, what was Philippe's name before he became Philippe? Uh, oh fuck, I can't remember his name. But I, in back in Kentucky, when I was in Ohio with my brother and his roommates. I would torment them with this monkey puppet. Oh boy! And they had all these elaborate things. I would come home, and he would be killed. <laughs> he would commit suicide. Filthy the puppet. Filthy. His name was Filthy the monkey. Okay, yeah, I remember it, folks. Right. Yeah. So Filthy, Filthy was still a pretty strong presence at the at at the house back then. But Filthy <laughs> uh, would talk shit to the roommates and just be uh, you know, and, and, oh fuck you! You think you're so fucking smart? Why don't you go eat a bag of dicks? And, you know, and it, it's just me just booing, doing the the the, the British accent. It's, it's very much kind of, like, like Nikolai. Yeah, the, very much like, 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 yeah, like yeah, yeah. Triumph the Insult Dog. Yes, I mean all the just old, you know. Paul did it all first, everybody. I did it all first. Wow. Uh, but um, I uh, I would go to work and then I'd come home and Filthy would have killed himself. <laughs> One time they had him stuck in the microwave. One time they had his head in the oven. One time he was hanging from the fucking ceiling in this two-floor, two-story giant house in the middle of this giant curved stairway is this hanging monkey. <laughs> the ultimate was one, one night I came home and the front door, there's a sign that said, bang. And I was like, no! And he opened the door and he's laying in a pool of cardboard cutout blood. With a gun in his hand. <laughs> he shot himself in the head. It was the most horrific thing. <laughs> my buddy Grant would always kill Filthy. Uh, so that was that was horrific. So he was kind of an evolution of Filthy, was Million Canstabilius. And that character was so annoying. The yep. campaign <clears throat> finally imploded. <laughs> but wait, uh, was this D&D or was this a different No, game? this was, it, it was D&D-ish. It was a kind of a, a bastard derpsy. thing. The, okay. D6 and vampire, I just sort of cobbled together to make it real easy and simple it was back in my days when i was like trying to make new systems and stuff okay and um 
We were playing at Ben's place. Ben's, uh, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, is my crazy libertarian friend. <clears throat> Right-wing libertarian friend. So we're all there, and um, the, the game finally imploded when Million was so annoying that, of all people, Professor Biggs, as well as Andy and everybody, just started trying to kill million it's just they're on a it's, ship it's not There's, just the voice it's the we fact were, they would stab you while you were sleeping we were in a flying vessel <clears throat> yeah flying and vessel. we were being attacked by cloud worms the cloud worms <laughs> goddamn cloud worms cloud, yeah, that was great cause, cause, because uh, uh, uh professor biggs was just like yeah you got to be careful around these guys because you got the cloud worms and he laughed like he just he because he made it up and i'm like well that's a great idea and you know like five minutes later cloud worms attacked and said they were all pissed <laughs> off, and Million was just. That we also had a nice golden monkey idol, which okay. was really funny because that was. I was planning on this being like a linchpin for continuing the campaign and moving things along, and Constabilius was all, "No, get rid of it. It's terrible. It's cut. Get rid of it. Oh!" And and he's like, oh, he's like th trying to throw away my MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of it. Oh my God. No, no, no. It's terrible. It's going to bring us nothing but doom. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cursed. Just, oh, geez. Clearly it's cursed. And they finally Look at lost it. I mean, even Andy, Andy's character was like a, a combat mage, and he's throwing lightning. He, I think his lightning bolt lightning blew bolt. Million right off of Lowe's shoulder, <laughs> and uh, Ben's assassin was just hurling daggers. I mean, they just did everything they could to kill Million because it, it just <laughs> – they could not stand him at that point. That's kind wait, of wait, my uh, MO. At one point, you played something other than a rogue or an assassin. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. What? I uh, my best D and D story. I mean, that's that's my please, favorite. Please tell D &D me this story. is the staff. Yeah, staff of the Mogwai. My favorite one. So too. this is this is the best. So this is. I mean, this is my behavior has not changed since I was fucking <laughs> seventeen. Uh, I'm at nerd camp, Governor Scholars program, and I jumped into a real quick little campaign. We're playing, and um, I'm playing uh, a, a jester character the character jester and uh i was looking through the book for, for an arcane weapon and i found staff of the staff of the magi but i misread it and thought it was staff of the mogwai <laughs> and i was like i want i want the staff of the mogwai and like what the fuck i'm like i want i want a stick with a fucking gizmo stuck on the end of it and I'm like fine and every time i would hit it and go billy billy uh anyway so i had the staff of the mogwai uh it was a, a grem a gremlin staff and uh we went along with our campaign and similar events unfolded to where they're like, we want you dead. <laughs> and, uh, and so, and so he sent this horde of trolls after me and he's like, Oh, horde of trolls are coming out of the woods to eat you. You're fucking dead. And I'm like, Oh, I've got the staff of the Mogwai. He's like, fuck your staff of the Mogwai. I'm like, no, fuck you. You don't know what it can't do. I'm going to stomp that fucking staff on the ground. It's going to open a chasm and all the orcs are going to fall into it and die. He's like, fuck, fine. Here, he gave me a D100. He's like, roll 100. You know, and I, boom, natural 100. And they all were just like, God 
damn it! They were so, <laughs> so angry. They were so angry. I rolled a natural hundred on his giant fucking purple dice, and they, they were just like one of those big boulder. They were just like, oh fuck! And he, and he, he, he then he, he kept just doing these rolls to save, and ended up like three or four of the trolls got out of the fucking. Are they trolls or orcs? They keep changing. Orc trolls, whatever. And then they fucking <laughs> killed me. But I was just like, I, I, like, I don't care. I just rolled a natural hundred. Y'all can suck my dick. I don't give a. Whatever happens from here on out is gravy. It would be easier. Yep. Yep. <laughs> fucking gravy. So that was my that was my most tri- triumphant moment. That was uh, in D anD D. It was just like, God damn it. Yeah, I, I play very annoyingly. Mm-hmm. No, it's impossible to move the story along. This is what it is. That's why yeah. it's annoying. Yeah. You can't possibly go anywhere except for dealing with millions. But or- that's all you you got. You got so much that you can do right there. Yeah. Like me and Ben's character fought constantly. Did we, they ever? Just, there was a great makeup incident. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What makeup incident? I gave Paul had this uh, this little uh, bag. It was like a bag of holding. It was the bag of of. of useful items and it was just little things little tiny things you may need in the course of the campaign or the the adventure and so he's like can i have makeup in the bag you know yeah you can have makeup and so one night when ben's character is asleep and millions on watch he pulls out his set of makeup and he rolls to stealthily paint up ben's character like a babylonian harlot And so Ben's character wakes up, and this is fucking, this is a goddamn RPG, but Ben wakes up and finds out he's all done up with makeup, and he it gets- It took you a while to find out. He gets so goddamn angry, the next night, he does stealth rolls to shave Million's hairy ass. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. That dip. So he's shaving Million's ass, and then- it, it, Million's ass is all shaved and bare, and for a monkey, that's just terrible. <laughs> you can see why not all of dungeons got delved. <laughs> we didn't yeah. make it anywhere. No. I think we fought a spider, we got on a ship, and that was it. That's all I got. A little bit more, but not much. No. We went and talked to a guy in a village who gave us the cursed idol. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of it. Yeah, throw yeah. it overboard. Throw it. And I'm like, oh, God, don't throw it overboard. And he's like talking them into it. They're like, oh, maybe maybe we should throw this overboard. I'm, I'm like, God damn you, Paul. God damn you, Paul. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of improv. It's sort of no end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it gets it gets it gets fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it gets well, I made for some fun memories. I mean, it was just crazy characters and stuff. It was just insane. So, I mean, dear Lord. Oh, million canstabilius. Um, if you if uh, one of my favorite D and D stories to hear, go to YouTube and search Wubba Wubba W U B B A, and that's a story from R A Salvatore. The uh, author of the Drizzt stories, and mm. that's his favorite D and D story, and it's fucking hilarious. It is actually a hilarious story, and it's very D and D too because it totally involves uh, annoying characters and roles and and shit blowing up in your face. So, a friend of mine's father was deep and had been playing like since early times, and had old friends who you know constantly played on stuff. Had them over weekly. You know, they had a very regular campaign that had gone on for, I think, like four or five years. Wow. Like pretty heavy stuff. You know what I mean? Had them over, had a uh, 
dinner party one night for them all and set up pretty nice spread right lots of different dishes and all kinds of stuff so they all come and they have dinner and then they sit down to play the game and as they start he's dming and as they start he's like okay depending on what food you ate it's going to affect your characters either with poison or with attributes or with magic and all this kind of stuff so it was really fun like he tied in the dinner into the campaign that's and, interesting yeah kind of a kind of a neat play they were all like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have had that pudding. <laughs> the tapioca. The tapioca. I should have known that fucking tapioca. That fast food tapioca. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't touch the fast food tapioca. Well, I'll tell you, we've got time for one more question. Ooh, ooh. All right. And it's a quick question, but it might take a little thought. Um, or maybe not. Maybe it's on the tip of your tongue. Uh, the, the Croak the DJ through this question just before the show started if you could choose any vehicle what's this what's that what was was that a little that horn the tiniest I the tiniest dirtiest fucking part <laughs> came out of andy <laughs> it was God it was like it was like it a, was. A, a spring grind of the well little we're lucky it made noise because usually they don't and it's like a half hour later you're turning green and you look <sighs> at him and he's all like mm-hmm. it's like somebody blew into a pen <laughs> into a carpet <laughs> <laughs> the littlest squeaky Jesus. I heard it through my earphones. Right? You, you, might heard have, it. you might have heard it on the show. It might have recorded. I think it must have. Excellent. You did not take that uh, out. Yeah, Andy, please. Turn so your ass is facing me. Yeah, good. He's readying the cannon, folks. He's loading. 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 Oh. Barf. So, so the question, the question, it, which has nothing ass. to do with Andy's ass or fart, <laughs> maybe it does, uh, is if you could choose any vehicle from a television or movie for yourself, what would it be? And it has to be an actual vehicle, not like a ship. It can't be an X-wing. Oh, uh, so got, an actual like car van this, truck. We got to oh. ask this on. So it can't be the Social. Tardis. Oh, you did. Okay. And I went with the uh, Ecto One. Ecto One's a beautiful choice. Yeah. Mm. It is a beautiful choice. So I have to come up with a second one. The Black Beauty. The Black Beauty, the horse? From Green Hornet. There's a Green Hornet's oh, car, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Kit. Kit's good. Actually, actually, a better one would be Bandit's Trans Am because that thing's indestructible. Well, that and the General Lee because. Takes a lick and keeps on ticking. Mm-hmm. Gun. So that's that's a pretty strong vehicle. But I don't really put my own vehicle through that kind of. I don't think if I had the General Lee, I yeah. would go for jumps. So I don't, I don't think I could really grab that one. Hmm. Well, if uh, it's either it's either the uh, oh, what the hell is the official term for it? The uh, the Dark Knight uh, uh, Batmobile. The tumbler. roller. The tumbler. Oh, the tumbler. 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 Mm. Either the tumbler or uh, fuck it. Uh, the Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. The van. That'd be fucking fun. My friend Jerry Thompson has the uh, A-Team van. Nice. Yeah. Like he's created his own? He, he did it for or some... Or he bought the A-Team van. No, no. He, he, did, he painted up his van uh, as the A-Team van for some short. Somebody paid him to paint it. 
Okay. Yeah. And he just left it. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. I think I'd just stick with the Ecto-1. I love the Ecto-1. Mm. That's, that's hard to beat. Yeah. That's, I might have to be my choice, too, because I can't mm-hmm. think of anything cooler, frankly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think I'm going with Ecto-1 as well. bells and whistles and lights and shit. I mean, wait maybe a the 66 Batmobile. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Oh, please, please. What about the DeLorean from Back to the Future? Which, which is, I, I thought about that, but I still uh, like the Ecto-1 a little better. Because uh, I, I think for this question, you can only have the vehicle. I don't think you can have its power. Ah, uh, still, DeLorean's uh, a cool vehicle. DeLorean is a great uh, vehicle. So if you're, if, if you're talking about a show car, you're going to drive around then, not the power then. Yeah, that's, that's I think okay. this, is, this is a grounded That's slightly question. different. Okay. All right. Hmm. So, but it uh, doesn't mean yours can't have weapons in it. I think you could have a Batmobile with weapons in it. So. Yeah, Batmobile 66 is fine. It's pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. Hammergren has one. Mm-hmm. Although, now that I think about it, the uh, the Aston Martin from James Bond is a nice uh, appeal oh, to yeah. me right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's true. That might have some uses. The new for one fun. or the old one? No, no, it's got to be the older yeah, it's one. It's got the ejector one. seat. Yeah. Right. Yep. Or, or maybe the, even the DB4s or whatever. Or DB6s, maybe even the uh, Lotus Esprit from uh, For Your Eyes Only. The one that goes into the water. Yeah, the submarine mm-hmm. one. Because that's that's versatile. Wait a minute. Isn't that kind of like a power? No, it's James Bond. It's real. Oh, I see. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your real car? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. What? We didn't, we didn't get past We emails? didn't get past shit. And we until didn't. next week, I am Master Torgo. I am Chief Sitting on a Wiener. Commander K. Back check dandy. You mean fart check dandy. <laughs> fart check dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. You better be shark check Andy, because who knows what's <laughs> hanging out there. Blew through a pin into a carpet. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to come back. What the? What is this skin mark on my... Uh, yeah. Yeah, speaking of role-playing games, I think what I can really equate the new Ghostbusters to is that old West End games role-playing game of Ghostbusters yeah. that came oh, out. Right. Yeah. And that's what it feels like it to me. It does. Where, where it, the game itself was not a great game, but as far as like supplemental material mm. for reading, that's a great read. Hmm. So that I think that's what it feels like to it me. It added some nice pieces to the mythology, even it though it's a reboot. Sure. Different universe thing, which is weird, but... But, I liked, but yeah, it's like a whole, like a, a a group of role players decided to have a whole new campaign mm-hmm. with their own Ghostbusters. It's the West End role playing yep. game version of Ghostbusters. The new sure. year is fun. Just could have been more fun. Yep. Sure, it just that that's it. the whole thing just could have been more fun. I think it got caught up in its own. We're here to prove a political point thing a little bit. There's some of that in that movie, right? Yeah, and I think it could have been a lot more fun. I think they should have just said fuck it, fuck the critics, and let's have fun. But, yeah. Oh well, oh well. I wanted to get on a rant about a rant about uh, mean tweets because, like you said about Les- Leslie Jones, it's uh, she, I, we talked about. You it know what? On, uh, I'm not going to stop you. We can keep this going. Ice cream yeah. social. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It was my God watching the, watching that no happen because I was yeah I was watching it happen. It was she's terrible. the best. She's the best. And she yeah. I think she's she's off Twitter now. I think. Well, yeah, and uh, there were we had a few people who commented about censorship, and it's like. Uh, I wanted to ask right here what you guys, each of you, define censorship as. Because there are a lot of people who sit there and say, no, censorship is only the government. 
and only the you know and that's what is not allowed and for me i kind of i kind of differently de- uh, define it but i also apply a different value to it because i think censorship is any institutional silence sure it's it's kind of like when the at uh, uh, that right wing christian video group will take a movie and re-edit it to be Good for Christians. Right. Take all the bad right. stuff out. Sure, that's a that's censorship. The MPAA, the ratings board for movies. Those people who review the movies are actually called censors. You know, I, not official titles, but everybody calls them censors because mm-hmm. that's effectively what's going on. And I think that in, in institutional silencing, that is censorship. So, like Twitter did, in fact, censor Milo Milo Yanopoulos. But to me, that is neither an immoral nor an illegal act of censorship no. because it is Twitter's thing yeah. that they can do. When we talk Twitter, about Twitter censorship— Twitter is a private-held right. company that has nothing to do with the Constitution. It's not government. Right. When we talk about free speech, we're talking about the government, government and public it. institutions stopping people from expressing themselves. And we're, we're talking about Milo Stephanopoulos, Constantinopoulos, whatever his <laughs> goddamn name is. Um, and he got booted off Twitter, but he got booted off for harassment. Yeah, he if yeah. he if he wanted to spout out to his own followers his own bullshit mind, whatever. That's one thing. People are doing that all the time, and no one is stopping them because right. there's no reason to. Right. But when you are focusing your three hundred thousand followers and encouraging them to focus attack on somebody else's feed. Has that happened? Is that was that? That's going what. He, on? That's, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were tagging. They were tagging her at less dog. Yeah, and and it was and dude, she was she Who was. Were the sc- people attacking the big? There was a big. There was, I but, it was a bunch a, of bigots. Oh, Milo, oh, no, yeah, terrible. he he's a bright. He's the Breitbart tech editor, but he's he's what they call now what is now being called alt right. Alt right means racist. Yuck. And and yeah, it's right. and it's very nasty. I mean. His followers were dogpiling her, and dude, it wasn't even like. I mean, I criticizing her performance, wanna, right. which was interesting considering she, were, what you had to right. say. Yeah. They were essentially calling her an ape because she's black. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, it's, and it's all like, I mean, big lip slurs yeah. and sh- nasty shit like that. It's and it so was bad. just, mm-hmm. okay, this is not, you know, when people were sitting here saying, I stand with free speech, which we got a few comments, you and I, on mm-hmm. Twitter, when I was like, yay, fuck Milo. Milo, mm-hmm. um, it was like, n- no, guys, come on. There's there's free speech and freedom of expression, and then there's people that are just getting plain downright nasty. Yeah, and, and focusing harassment. The problem is yeah. it channeled the, on her. The really problem hard. is the anonymity. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with you saying a horrible, hurtful thing if your account wasn't just generated ten seconds ago to be a horrible, hateful monster. For five seconds to get some other human. We just started doing that at the paper. We just for the for years the uh, people have been able to post anonymous posts on the yeah and and they're awful. Yeah, you can't, and that's that's the thing. You have to have responsibility. And if these people knew that that post would automatically, like if Twitter uh, made some kind of stipulation where that post gets archived automatically, or or you know there's there's some sort of and that's that's what's going to come of this. Twitter's going to have to implement some kind of your statements are going to be connected to your account in some meaningful way mm-hmm. uh, in for posterity's sake, then go ahead. Be horrible. We talked about this briefly on the show today. 
with all the shit that's going down in the RNC, it's like, well, good. At least they're out there saying it, and we know who they are. Yeah. You know, they're totally just... That's one of the reasons why I'm a big free speech advocate. Right. Because I don't want these people wholesale suppressed where you don't know who they are right. or you can't find them. And you can't, but at and, the same time, the shitstorm she went through was... One man's hate speech is another man's interesting poem. Right. It's, you know, it, there's a fine line there. You can't... I am... I have been... I have said this before. Sure. I am but if so, you have a thousand people mailing you their hate speech interesting poem and it does not stop, that is harassment. Granted, it is harassment. And there are ways of dealing with that in most forms twitter is so nascent and so new and mm-hmm. so different that there is no accountability yes there is no way to make these people culpable for the shit that they do and the anonymity is just out of control levels that is the real problem the problem is is where it's been sent if these people thought these words were going to come or some of them anyway thought these words were going to come back to haunt them they might think twice about it like but their real of, name is attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or it's somehow more culpable than just throwing hate into the void. Although but, a lot of activists turn that around and don't want the anonymity of the in- internet completely eliminated because some marginalized groups, right, get some kind of voice precisely because of so that. So you're anonymity. stuck. And this Milo fellow, that's who he was. That's who he is. And he's using his real name. It's not like yeah. he is hiding behind yeah. anything. No, he's not. He's, he's very proud of his so horrible you're, thoughts. So you're stuck, right? And, yeah. you know, what do you do? You, well, I've, again, it's... it's I've you, can, some... you can shout whatever you want in, in, in your speech. It's not going to be stopped, all right? You can say whatever you want. But if you're getting into somebody's face and getting in there with a group of their face and pointing it directly in their face and they can't get out of it, that is a whole different creature. Right. Uh, I mean, I've done uh, periscopes just on my own channel where I get trolls popping in. Sure. Acting a fool. And you just got to block them. Yeah, you know, and I, I hope that Leslie Jones can see it's terrible what they've done and the way they've behaved, but that should say so much about the strength of her performance. That they want this movie to fail so badly that the quality that she has brought, the humanity, humanity that she has put out there the vulnerability the the performance chops that she put out there elevated that film in such a way i just i hope i hope it's, she understands it, that she upset them because she's awesome it's interesting too because of of the four she was the one i heard the least about prior to the movie's right. release in fact all all of the positive what positive there was going in it was all about kate mckinnon right and she turns out really dumb in the movie. You know, so <laughs> Jones standing out right. is really. I know it was it was it was great, and, I just, and it was just. I mean, it's some of the stuff with, that she screen capped and put up was just absolute. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah. So, but and, but, but but can you not believe it? The climate that we're in right now. That's what. I mean, on national television, we have people coming out. Well, I think that's helping to embolden people. Well, that's exactly that. it. But, but that's exactly it. it. But part of it is also is that even on the national television, you have this stupid shit that's politically oriented. People are going somewhere. They're 
they're trying to they're looking to win the election mm. they're they're expressing their contempt but at the same time they're they're looking even if it's flawed even if it's poorly thought out they are looking at issues of policy right even you know even when they sit there and shout lock her up when they're talking about Hillary mm. like those chants going on and stuff you still have people talking about some form of issue of policy, even if they're talking about dishonest Hillary, as, as you know that narrative. When when you're when you know everybody, please forgive the language. When it's big lip nigga, there is no there is nothing. There is no talking about policy. There is no talking about any kind of social relevance. There is no talking about politics. You're not even commenting on her performance at that point. And that is the type of thing, Paul, that I was just like, I can't believe. Even if people were to make some kind of racial epithet right. and tie it into her performance, I'd be like, well, Jesus, you fucking people. That I can believe, and I, you know, that I can go. Well, there you go. There, there are the assholes. It's just shocking. But when insane. you had the sheer line of slurs, yes, that meant nothing else, mm -hmm. just a line of slurs. Yeah. that stuff was what raised the hair on my head. Yeah, and it's terrible and it's awful. I'll say this too. <clears throat> uh, it. It's it's uh, it's awful, but it you have to. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. It's complex. People, mm -hmm. yeah. People are terrible. People are terrible when they're afraid, and there is an enormous amount of fear in this country right now. That's what it all comes down to. Mm -hmm. All this stuff comes from a place of fear. If they understood or knew other people, other human beings, if they had ever experienced true love in their life, if they'd ever been really openly, kindly loved by another person for who they were without judgment, it would change their hearts. But there's no space for that in a lot of this country. You gotta be kind, babies. You gotta be kind. And a, and, and a lot of it it's wrapped up in so much stuff. This is a topic that we could go on for for so long. Well, yep. yeah, for so long because yeah. it is so deeply tied in with the history of this country, whether we like it or not, and the yeah. transformation that's going on. Right, now. right. You know, we are and no, we, we're, we're not going to be an overwhelmingly white country right. anymore and I, very soon. And I have a hope in my heart that what's happening politically, what's happening to Leslie Jones are, in fact, some of the death throws of these monstrous yeah. ideas. Yep, I'd like to be right. people. Some people put up a hashtag R-I-P-G-O-P, and I'm, I've, I've been like, I, I don't know if it's on the way out completely yet, but it's... A it's, it's, it's certainly uh, it's digging some holes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly tarnished. It's crazy. It's and, very crazy. And that's what happens. You know, scared, angry people yell. And that's what's happening. Especially as they feel power waning. Right. Right. <laughs> and so there is, there is something of a hopefulness to that. That this is, these, these, they, they see the change, the inevitability of, of goodness and diversity and love. And they can't understand it because they've never experienced it. Mm -hmm. 
And it's scary as fuck to them. They they've never experienced actual kindness. <laughs> what is love? Robot in jail. Baby, don't hurt me. Let me tell you. Yeah, I know. I just, yeah, it's just, I do think. Twitter has been under fire. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to have to change some policies, that's for sure. Maybe. We'll see. Freedom of speech is very important. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think your analogy, Todd, was best, was you're at my house and you talk shitty at someone, you're going to be asked to leave. Yeah. That's a pretty good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can shout into the microphone, but if it's not your microphone, whoever owns it can turn it off. Mm-hmm. So right, and you can still you can still say what you're saying, but it doesn't mean you get to use the mic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, Professor Addy turned around because he was like, "Well, I'm pretty free speech," but he's like tweeting as he's like, "Well, as I'm going through this guy's history, holy shit!" Yeah, you know, and he's I've like, been, "Fuck him." Twitter was actually being mild on this guy, banning him. I've been trying that to, to say this because I don't want to give this thing any more advertising than it's already had. But now we've said this, kind of, I kind of got to explore it. Somebody posted a picture of a guy driving down the highway with a hauling a truck, and on the back it said, "You may call it home." It said in giant letters, "You may call it Home Depot. We call it mm, Depot." Um, oh no! N word Depot no. in, in like in like four foot high letters on the back of a truck going down the highway. Ugh. Some people feel yeah. emboldened now because that, other people mm, are doing it. But that's right. the, your microphone analogy. I mean, that's the public roads. Mm-hmm. Can you can you stop that? Can you No, and again, you you have the right to be offended. You yeah. don't have the right not to be offended. Yeah. That's part of our part of the deal. He, he, that person has decided that whatever may come because of that sticker is all right by him that that idea was strong enough to say mm-hmm. that he was willing to accept the repercussions and he probably gets repercussions for that. Mm-hmm. So, at least one guy will get some repercussions. Mm-hmm. You've got to just be accountable for what you do and say. Yeah, that's it. This country is so backwards. Well, it's it's an it's as, an, an, as an outsider looking in. Sure. It's, well, it's also very much an education issue. Oh yes, very, very much, much an so. education issue. You know, we just don't. I got out just in time. Like my last year and a half of high school was inundated with those tests. Yeah, yeah we started to get the tests <laughs> right. when I got out of high school. And that yeah. was right at the end. Just and I was like, end. what is this shit? Mm-hmm. What is this garbage? It I just learn- started on my senior yeah, year. I didn't learn shit from that stuff. Yeah. And that's all these kids get. So they're learning to memorize, not learn, not think, not be critical, not be, you know. And the, the terrible thing about it with a two-party system, too, it brings it into striking relief again. We need to learn to hold multiple thoughts. <laughs> yes. We need to learn to yes. hold s- several different ideas about different stances, not only on a political level, but in a human level. Mm-hmm. We can accept people and love them, even if we don't agree with everything that they stand for or yes. do. Yep. I had a roommate in college. <clears throat> and get along with them and, and not want to shoot them. Right, no, it's everything's not, black and white. No. For him. It's like wow, and there's no, that's just, that's just not realistic, and it's not even. You're just not thinking. You're just not thinking, and that's just it. Critical thought is being 
is being eliminated in a lot of ways. That's why I'm so glad we have podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts yeah. are honestly a really great underground thing that I hope stays strong for a long time. Indeed. Some of the best, most interesting, thought-provoking conversation I've heard in the last decade. That's about all I listen to been anymore. on podcasts right now. Right. But podcasts are also hosted um, in places where we were just talking about. It's okay to sit there and shut something down. So... Hmm. You know, how, what kind of situation are we talking about where the podcasts that we favor stay free and open and out there and people well, listen? Well, even even so, if you have like the shittiest podcast that no one will accept, which I don't even, haven't even heard of anything of that. Right. You could have your own server and make it available on yeah, your own you website. You still find a so way to get your voice yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, that's iTunes your own may not carry it, thing. but. Right. You might find your own listeners by getting word of mouth. And that's that's sort of what I was trying to articulate a little bit earlier. Like artists have to deal with that every day. Mm-hmm. If what you're creating is not what the masses want, enjoy your fucking ramen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Oh, I do. That's the right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the constant battle of the artist. It is. Do I do I do I remain true to my voice or do I modify it to the point where mass consumption is possible or can I even get to that luxury position uh, you know and then living with those repercussions on both ends of that yeah well I'm just grateful for the the listeners that we have here and on ice cream social absolutely some of the some of the best most open-minded thoughtful people you know cross the board Suffer gaming mill. Well, I mean, we all have our days, <laughs> but uh, but it's just it's it's sure. nice to see and they challenge our thoughts, right? Absolutely, it's nice to see people speaking civilly on the internet. Yes, I've got a couple. and that happens pretty often in our in the in the monkey zone, in the shock monkeys. Layer. We get very few trolls too. Yeah, huh? mm-hmm. with the Ludmilla stuff. Remember, we were talking about that like what was it six months ago type thing where it was getting out of control. Yeah. So even even not we're not immune to it. Oh no, those trolls and things like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But if you get, but that's another thing too. If you're popular enough, you're going to get trolls. Yeah. We yeah. have we have not experienced any of that. Not anything okay. like. He, now I got to go back. Even up. with Ludmilla, it's it's more the disturbing attraction she seems to hold for some <laughs> of our fans. Yeah. So I want to go back eight steps. We're talking about you being on Periscope getting trolls. What could you possibly troll that would be worse than what you're actually saying? Well, I wasn't saying anything gross. I was just doing a nice little oh, okay. uh, Build-A-Figure periscope. Oh, okay. So it wasn't you Sean, on stage Sean, or anything. Showing my toy room and building a Paul Bear figure. And people pop in like, what's up, you sweaty nerd? You you uh, you dumbass. Nobody cares. Shut yeah, up, I, you grease hole. Per- like, periscope, you can just watch anybody. So anybody can come up on your... And what I, happened I've watched was, random shit. Right. And what happened was a guy popped in and then invited his asshole friends in. Of yeah. course. And it was like that. And that's a and lot that's of, exactly what it is. That's a lot of it. That's it's all I just mean, dogpiling on. And that's kind of what Milo was doing, but on a grand yeah, on scale. Because a, a lot of... Because he, he has a huge number of followers, but who knows how many of those actually did the dogpiling on Leslie Jones. Sure. Because a lot of people create these sock puppets, they magnify their voice, right. and quite frequently when people investigate these harassment things, it turns out that these inundation of emails and letters and all that shit are quite often 
the source is in the dozens. Right. There's not a yeah. whole lot. Nine. That's the no, one. That's the intense. one other thing. Um, uh, my guys, I follow. Uh, damn it! Talk about a loud minority. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. Um, he used to do a lot of stuff on. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Chocolate uh, River. Uh, uh, ain't it cool news? <laughs> Eric. River. Eric Vespi. Uh, let me see if I can find. Don't lose his. it, Paul. Don't lose no, it. Here it is. 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 Uh, Bring it up. Uh, he, he was he Quint on uh, on oh, ain't, yeah, yeah. ain't it cool. And uh, damn, thought of that name in a minute. His uh, anyway, he was he was talking about it. You know, because he's pretty he's pretty active on on Twitter, and uh, he was talking about the whole situation and how disappointing and sad it all was. But he also was like, "When I get that kind of shit, whenever I get attacked with that level of vitriol and nastiness, because he's a fairly public figure, mm-hmm. not to that degree, right. but still, he says, you know, he says when I go and check on these." these feeds when i check on the thing it's it's many times someone with 11 followers yes it's a and bunch of it's a bunch of eggs and maybe a, uh, anime avatars right and they're as he put it screaming into the void you know what i mean like eight other people might see that maybe sure but be, because the way twitter is and that you can tag it to someone right. it actually becomes more of a phone call the aggregate effect when some asshole decides to point his negatron laser at somebody can feel overwhelming but like you just said it's coming from a lot of nothing and it's probably coming from far fewer people than we yes. think yeah it it almost it it's almost a guarantee that every single time the the, the voice is way magnified far far greater and louder than its source way out there and that sadly was what Leslie was saying, she was like, I've got a lot of love in my heart, but these hateful people are so loud. Yeah. Please be louder. They will smother. Right. Yeah. They will fucking smother. But you've and got they've been to, doing it so long that that it's they've got it down to a science. Right. Yeah. And that and you've got to recognize that and try and stay above it as hard as that is. Sure. Try and stay but but I can But you totally, can you can block as much as you want, but they'll just create new eggs. Right. That's the craziest thing. And and you know, as a performer, I feel for her completely because, of mm. course, she's going to feel this. Sure, she's a very per- a whole, performers tend to be that's a whole yeah. point of performing. People. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it's just what feeds what you, you do. watch her fucking performance in the movie, and you go, "Oh, she's the one who gets it. She's the one who cares about this movie." Oh, you guys don't. She cared about the movie more than probably anybody else in that whole fucking production. Mm. She, I just, I, I really felt that with this, with this movie. I felt like she understands what she's doing. She is not taking a moment of this life for granted. Oh. And neither should you, shock monkeys. Oh, yeah. Live that big life. We're never gonna give you up. I think this is our longest. <laughs> I think this is our longest coda ever. It is. It's definitely the longest coda and the longest show in a long time. Woo! That's good because I have to drive love, somewhere. Peace and love, Leslie. Yeah, we, yeah. we just want to keep you <laughs> holding me on here so I can't go because we're jealous. Love, yeah, peace and love. Fuck that, Andy. Yeah. So. Peace and love, Leslie. So love yeah. one another. Think about what you're saying and big kisses from me, Master mm. Dorgo, right on your goddamn lips. I Kiss love every one of you. Mm. With with tongue, he tongues. I, I have two tongues, so it's oh. extra special. Oh. Yeah.